0: Tony Bruno, you're now listening to the finest Sports Radio. You're now tuned to the Tony Bruno Show, you don't know. And get the cork screw. Tell, tell Tony that he's my favorite sportsman. Bring the wood. MLB. Step to the plate, just like the NBA. We going hard.
1: Good afternoon, children. Welcome. It is free range radio, caged free, non GMO, 100% organic. It is the Tony Bruno Show on twitch.tv. Bruno Nation Live, in the air everywhere, coast to coast, borough to borough, border to border, across the fruited plain, from sea to shining sea, etc., etc., etc. Beautiful. Now, already Bob from Valley Forge is on the Twitch stream chat saying, oh, this is the worst looking hat I ever saw. I'm rude. When you buy a hat like that, I bet you get a free bowl of soup, huh? Oh, it looks good on you, though. You know where that's from. Yes. Rodney Dangerfield and Cat. This is a great hat. This is my sod. Amarillo Sod Poodles hat.
2: Yeah, one of them. One of to... two. I have two now. The other one's right behind you. Yes.
1: So I don't need any, all of my friends in Amarillo or in the Texas area near out, Please do not send me any more Amarillo sod poodle hats.
2: Although I do want, what was the one that we were talking about yesterday that has the... Um,
1: the little manager the, that walks out and gets thrown out of the game.
2: But he, they were playing against the...
1: Oh, those were the uh, the Green Bay Booyah. A
2: booyah. That's <laughs> the,
1: the Northwoods North League.
2: What is their, what is there? what does it look like? I what don't is know. I didn't see like. the
1: hats. I just saw the names of the teams and... Like most minor league or developmental leagues, they get it. They have the best names, just like I have the best words. Just why? That's because I'm a stable genius, Robin. Let's be honest.
2: <laughs> stable? You know, that is a word that I've never, no, no. ever, ever thought of putting. <laughs>
1: no, y- no, Donald I- Trump tweeted out another stable genius tweet this morning, so everybody's going crazy. Stable genius. The only stable geniuses I know are the people inside the horse barns out there in California trying to keep horses from dying at Santa Anita. Those are the stable geniuses I care about. But we've got a 7-Eleven day today, Robin. You know what that means, right? Uh, You can go in and get yourself a free Slurpee if you can find a 7-Eleven. And if you're in there, it's between 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. Don't forget to get one of those really burnt beyond recognitions rolling around on the little grill hot dog thingies that they sell. You know when you go in 7-Eleven? Oh, yeah. And they got the rolling grills, they're called, because the hot dogs just, they stay in one groove, but the, the heated elements roll around, and then when people don't buy them at the end of the night, they look like they were found in a, in a in they Greece somewhere, in an archaeological dig somewhere. Yeah,
2: they look like, archeo- arche- yeah, they, they look like uh, <laughs> a cross between a mummy and a piece of beef jerky. They're
1: going to extend until tomorrow, too? Wow. Well, we got all the great videos. We will play those today. We've got the, yes, we got the bagel guy. I was all over that yesterday. Oh, yeah. It's sad and it's funny at the same time. And I don't like to laugh at people who have serious issues. This guy does. We'll play that for you today. Not my style to rip, but I got to rip Barstool Sports, and I love Barstool. Those guys are geniuses, stable geniuses or unstable geniuses, as we should call ourselves, other of us who do this each and every day. But I got to rip their nautical knowledge as I put on my captain's hat as Captain Tony, the flounder-pounder, the Duke of Fluke, a man who swam with sharks, swam with dolphins, swam with the fishes, and lived to survive and talk about it. I even got Miss Robin, who's a great swimmer, to understand the safety of being among sharks.
2: Because uh, she didn't even
1: know that a nurse shark was not dangerous. No,
2: I did know that. I did know that. I, there, there, I, no, you were
1: afraid of it when you first but, saw the nurse shark. But you were afraid of the calamari swimming around. I'm
2: afraid. <laughs> no, I wasn't. For me, it's just that unhealthy fear of all sharks, even nurse sharks. Knowing in my brain, the front, the frontal lobe mm-hmm. was knowledgeable about the fact that nurse sharks couldn't even try to bite me if they exactly. wanted they to. Exactly. They can't hurt
1: you. Because, but, you know why? Because it's July and you know what's coming up, Robin. Well, but Shark week. But,
2: yes, but my bowels and my heart don't compute. They they just... Bowels
1: have nothing to do with sharks. Oh, Robin. yes, they do. No,
2: they
1: don't. <laughs> nothing I... to do with... I will let you know what bowels have to do with tomorrow when I go to my fanny doctor.
2: Well, let me tell you, <laughs> the, when I see sharks, it's they're, they're, there's... There's all sorts of things running normally. So, not me. me I'm while. not
1: afraid. I've swam with killer uh, great whites and hammerheads and reef white tip and black tip, tip reef sharks. Where? In the, in the in the tank at Disney. Oh, that's right. You that did. was a, that, I sat in there for an hour with these sharks swimming around. Well, there's Nobody no great attend- white. No, there's no great white, but there's hammerheads, which yeah. are also deadly, but those yeah. sharks aren't going to bite, you know why? Because they're well fed. Yeah. They're not looking to eat human yes. beings. And this, uh, this miscommunication today is an absolute outrage. And I will call out my friends at Barstool Sports. That is just bad fish knowledge right there. And I'm one of the greatest fishmongers of all time. But I'm not a fearmonger. I may no. be a fishmonger, but I'm not, not a fearmonger. fear-monger. <laughs> Meanwhile, as you can tell, last night, Wednesday, July 10th, was without a doubt. And I know it to be a fact because ESPN puts the ESPYs on yeah. on the Wednesday night. The All-Star game's over. Baseball is getting back into action tonight with one game on the schedule in the second half of the season, which unofficially starts tonight, even though we passed the halfway point. you got one game tonight. you got the Houston Astros and the Texas Rangers, and the rest of baseball will crank it up on Friday for the weekend. But one game tonight. So last night, you've got all the football players Mm -hmm. not going to camp yet. You've got all the baseball players who are available and around because they didn't play. And if they went to the All-Star game... Remember, the All-Star Game was in Cleveland, so they fly into L.A. and they do the show. Right. You had the women's soccer team, who was in New York yesterday. They went and made it and got to the ESPYs just in time. So the SBs are planned perfectly. They used to do it in the winter after the Super Bowl, and, but they Which had a hard a time, time yeah. getting people initially. Because I was there for the first four or five ESPY Awards. Because shows. after the
2: Super Bowl, people were like, oh, finally, we can go on vacation, and they go all over.
1: No, but what ESPN had to do to get people to go initially – was because it was at Radio City Music Hall, which is an amazing yeah. place. But remember, it's the dead of winter. Sometimes New York is under snow at that time of the year because it's the winter time and it's February and it's New York. Yeah. And so not that New York shuts down in snow, but a lot of athletes are like, damn, I'm going to have to fly to New York and then go through the traffic and all the other stuff. So ESPN had to lure big-name athletes by promising them not only hotel suites, but tickets to Broadway shows and all the other things, because that's how you grease people to come to an event.
2: Yeah, little, you got to give them a little, little taste.
1: Fun. you got to grease them. And so they all wanted the t- They wanted tickets to the biggest Broadway shows, which are impossible to get. Right. But, but Disney has access because ABC, Disney, big company. So that's in the beginning of the day. But they still had big guests. But a lot of guests then were saying, ah, February, why? So then ESPN smartly decided to not only... Move it from early February to the middle of July, and they pick the day, which is the Wednesday after the All Star game, the week before training camp starts for a lot of people. Obviously, there's no basketball being played except the Summer League, and nobody wants those two nods to come over. They're playing basketball, and nobody knows who they are. Right. So they try to, and they get the biggest names. Now, they have wrestling categories, so they've really done a good job in keeping this thing going. They get big name hosts, so now nobody says, I don't want to go to the ESPYs. It's not like, I don't want to go to the All Star game, I don't want to go to the Pro Bowl. People want to go because they got the red carpet. You know, they do it like a major mm. award show. And let's be honest, it is the biggest award. You know me. I'm not big on award shows. So I didn't even watch it. I just get the Reader's Digest version of it. The, the, the Cliff, cliff notes. notes, yes. That's what I want. I don't want to watch three hours, so I want to get the best and the worst. So we went through all of the tape to find the, the best and the worst of the ESPYs so that you don't have to bother re-watching it. If you want to watch it, go right ahead. I'm not saying don't watch it. They do a great job. So here's a quick recap last night for those of you who may have missed it. Number one, and you know I have a, and I'm wearing my Play Gloria shirt today because to me, the stars of the night, I know the women's soccer team was there. I'm not taking anything away from them. But the best comeback story of the year was the St. Louis Blues. The worst team at the beginning of January. Nobody thought they'd win a Stanley Cup. Very few people did.
2: And right now, this particular speech that you're going to refer to, you kind of identify with.
1: Absolutely. I just had to do it. And let's go to the tape. St. Louis Blues, honored last night at the ESPYs for the Comeback Team of the Year. And they go up, and Ryan O'Reilly doing what hockey players do better than any other athlete. Self-deprecation is a way to endear yourself to the fans out there. Let's go to the tape.
3: Before I speak, I'm going to take my tooth out so I don't spit on any, any of the celebs in the front row. So, Okay, I think we're good now. Um
4: Oops.
1: That is awesome. How great, how, great is that? How, how, how can great. you not like that? That is great. And, you know, and, and I guarantee you that wasn't some comedy writer from SNL. Remember, back in the day, they would have hosts that would rip the athletes. Yeah, remember, early in the day, they would have Saturday Night Live guys go up there and host the Espies in New York. Right. And they would rip like John Elway and do horse face jokes. And then the John Elway would say, wait a minute, you're bringing me all the way out here to rip me? You're supposed to kiss my ass. That's what award shows are all about. Now, Tony, I have a question. <laughs> yes.
2: Considering the fact that you have personal knowledge since, since you're waiting- I hosted
1: the ESPYs radio version no, no, for no. years. I'm yes.
2: not even talking about the ESPYs right now, about the teeth. Yes. We know that that is that is one thing. We we love the self-effacement. That the, 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 These hockey players are so down to earth. But I am a little bit confused I and put somebody, my teeth
1: in for the show. Yeah. Hockey players take it out.
2: But does it make you spit more when you have the fake? Well, you notice, and teeth?
1: you clean my screen this I Usually, clean. There's no doubt that when you talk, there's spittle coming out. You don't yeah, see it. Yeah, but do
2: you do it more because you have? I haven't to your really teeth done in? any
1: uh, scientific research, Robin. You want to put some? We'll put some spit screens up, and we'll collect. Okay. We'll put Let's put glass in front of me and see how much t- how much I spit.
2: Comparatively, with teeth with, and without? With teeth and
1: without. See, I but see, it's say- not my front tooth. It's, it's, it's side teeth where yeah, I'm waiting right. to have implants right, done. Right, right. So I just do it so it doesn't sound weird. You don't want to have that whistling sound coming out of your mouth. I don't have, I don't have a full plate. I'm not missing a little. I just have like four teeth missing on the side, so I have a little plate in there. Yeah. You know, I'm not ashamed of it. That's what people do. We have the launch axe. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. Then we're going go to then we're gonna go to the Franklin Institute Science Museum and get local scientists to break down the exit velocity of my spittle will also get, you know, do I spit more when I'm in a rant? Do I spit more when I talk slowly and low and sexy? Do I, you know, so it's it's. this show's about science. Well, right?
2: and, and this is, you know, this is how my brain works. I'm looking at Ryan O'Reilly and it's his front tooth that he's missing. Right. Right in the middle. To me, it would kind of be the perfect tra- trajectory hole by taking it out rather than leaving it in.
1: Well, exactly. You see, there's a lot of people who can, even with teeth, can do that spit right through yeah. the... You know, they. they not, go, not in a hope. I've they, done... i They're seen able kid. to not just go... Oh, spit. <laughs> they could just spit yeah, with their mouth that, closed. They
2: do that little... <laughs> especially in the pool water.
1: Yeah. Well, pool water is easy. Yeah. Except nobody should take a mouthful of pool right. water and spit it out. I mean, that's just dangerous. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yep. So anyway... <laughs> Barcode 24. That's all he wanted for Christmas.
1: We are going to say, you're going to need some exit velocity and some launch angle yeah, knowledge. Because yeah. that's what it's all about. Now, it's all about, and that's what this show's always been about. Science. Uh, what do we call it now? Not biometrics. It's about uh, uh, the, the term that most old school people hate. Analytics. Analytics. It's all about analytics, Robin. An-
2: the numbers. We want
1: the numbers. Analytics. I know her. I think she was at the AVN Awards. No, that was Anal Annie. I'm sorry. I'm getting these people confused now, Robin. What's the matter? So that was my favorite moment of the night. The loser of the night. And, and, and it's not my style to criticize because I get it. I'm not a young dude anymore. But even young dudes are not fond of what Odell Beckham Jr., former New York Giant, now Cleveland Browns wide receiver, he got rid of the, the gold hair. Yes. So he went to a regular hairstyle, which is fine. And I'm not a, I'm not a fashion expert. Yeah. But so he shows up at the exp- ESPYs on the red carpet.
2: And and we have a photograph that so everybody can see. This so is he's just wearing, the picture itself.
1: I guess, you know, we've seen the new fanny pack for men in the front. And then everybody wears a backpack. Yeah. So he's got this, like... It's like the color of my pajamas that I wore a couple of weeks ago. It's that sort of like yeah, it's a, a yellowish it's lighter, tan.
2: It's lighter tan than the UPS outfit, but right. it's kind of it's kind of. Reminiscent. And he's got the matching shorts. The matching shorts. It's a vest that's sort of like a.
1: It's like a front pack. It looks like he's got a kangaroo in there.
2: Yeah, it's like a. F- it's like it's a front a,
1: pack, not a backpack. It's
2: like a back, a loose backpack, but it's on the front vest, and it's loose. And then he's got a dress shirt on underneath it.
1: Listen, um, you know what? These guys can do what they want.
2: Hello, Rebel Man Three. By the way, joined. it was
1: Oral Annie. I said somebody else. She was at the ADN, but you know, <laughs> hey, it's skills, it's skills. You got to have skills to pay the bills, Robin.
2: Now I want to. I want to show the video of when he was arriving. Oh, do we
1: have video? I only we saw the a, still yeah, shot. So we
2: have video of when he was arriving, and here, let me see if I have any audio here. Shaved it off. New it looks look good. For him. No so they're talking about out. the new look.
1: The let me see the video, Robin. I only saw the still okay. shot. Did so he do an we, interview?
2: Uh, he, Beckham Jr. Listen, first of all, what color is his hair these days? Wait, is that him? Oh, my goodness. He looks completely different. He, he does. And completely it's a, different. Shaved it off. It looks look good. for
1: him? New season coming ahead with the Browns. Who the hell was doing the red carpet? I know. Some dope from an entertainment show that doesn't know anything about sports?
2: But the, And the other thing that that vest reminded me of is like a bulletproof vest.
1: Yeah, some people are saying. You know what I tweeted earlier when I saw it for the first time. I said, "Well, at least he got the food delivery to the red carpet on time. It was hot, and it was <laughs> it was still hot, <laughs> and it was on time.
2: It was on time. So he showed
1: up. It looks like something that somebody, you know, like a pizza I delivery know. guy.
2: It's just they very you don't normally strange. stuff it in
1: your front, though. You stuff it in a backpack. You know, that's a look that. And now the other day, we 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 were talking about it briefly. These because everybody tells men this is the new thing for men to wear." Whether it was the onesie, what was the thing last year? These dumb ideas that no men actually buy. What were those stupid things? <laughs> <I in? laughs>
2: Burton Guy says, what can tan fanny packs
1: do for you? Exactly. The rompers. Remember the yeah, rompers the last rompers year? And, and this the, year, the, the jean shorts. the jean shorts and the lace shorts for guys. And they try to convince guys, this is the look, guys. So go out and buy this shit this year. And then no normal human being goes out and buys this crap.
2: Well, speaking of delivering packages...
1: Now, you're going to go out and buy an Odell Beckham Jr. front pack thingy?
2: If I were... Maybe if I were, like...
1: Although it could be convenient for some people. It could be.
2: No, like, I'm thinking of
1: You want to put your wheelie in there?
2: No, situations like if we were doing an event, a right. remote, mm-hmm. and I had to carry a bunch of stuff, I I oftentimes have and you it in it a backpack. put it on your
1: backpack. Then you got to take it off, right. unzip it to try to find something. You know, so, maybe he's starting something here. Yeah. Maybe a front pack... Is not. I'm not talking about fanny packs. Those little guy things. Did you see that the other day? Yeah. It's like a little purse, a little <laughs> men's purse. Nobody wears that crap. I mean, come on.
2: But I could see where this could be convenient for somebody that's like schlepping equipment, and you're you're constant. Like if you have to change lenses or get a exactly, camera. yeah.
1: So you know, most of those have their vests yeah. that photographers and fishermen have, where you have little pockets but where you can put those pockets. Nobody are has film small. anymore. Those, yeah.
2: So so this could fit your entire camera. You
1: can put the SD cards in there. You could put your weed, your
2: bong. You could put your little miniature dog. Exactly. Speaking of miniature you got all dogs, of uh, the soccer player that we were talking about, he got his dog Yeah, uh, he got
1: his dog back. Dog his little. Back. Uh, yeah, see? Somebody returned the dog. They don't, not, they're not giving any details. No, it's Because you weird. can see the broken window in his house they're, where they went in and robbed all his stuff. And then he offered a reward. Uh, the, he said, the prices doesn't matter. Yeah. I want my dog back. And he got his Pomeranian back. Nobody knows who brought it back, how it got back. Yeah, they're being By cool the way, weird about that. They didn't bring any of his other shit back. They just brought his dog back because no. they feared John Wick may be on the prowl again.
2: <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. There's so many I, I'm missing. Uh, so T, T1J2M says, what up, TB and Miss Robin? Thanks for helping me get through this hot day delivering packages. Do so- you have it? Do
1: you do it in a front pouch? I'm telling you, Robin. Don't you, I'm because so, it's a pain whenever yeah. we travel. Robin puts the backpack on with the double things, and then she says, "Oh, can you go in there and take my, uh, my, my 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 tablet out? Can you go in there and get a pen?" The good thing is they have the water bottles on the side and the little mesh compartments uh-huh. on the right. side, so it's easy to reach back and get a water bottle out. Right. But when you're walking around with a backpack, I'm telling you, it's I can say it's convenient.
2: Ass. I I wouldn't say that it's red carpet material. No, I wouldn't wear
1: it on a red carpet. And I
2: wouldn't say that this is cutting-edge fashion, but...
1: (laughs) It is cutting-edge fashion. No. Because nobody else would wear it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think if you call it fashion, though, it has to be something that somebody else would want to wear.
1: I'll wait till it comes to Ross on the $10 rack, and then maybe I'll buy one. No, but you know what? Hey, it's not our style to criticize on the show, but I'm not the first person. The first person I saw tweeted it was one of my... African American writer friends. So when I see African Americans mocking Odell Beckham Jr., then I know it's safe for me to also mock Odell Jet Beckham Jr.'s front. Oh better. yeah, exactly. So and for you,
2: those of you who are not aware, <laughs> uh, and you're logging on and you you don't know what it is, um, we have a lot of different sounds that happen during the show. Yes, and they are and it's not us sp- passing
1: gas like that. The guy that got busted <laughs> yes. hiding from the cops. And then he passed gas, and they found him by not just the smell, yes, but the sound.
2: but the sound. It was a very loud fart, and apparently that <laughs> gave his hiding spot away, which is hysterical. <laughs> and I was thinking, "Oh, was uh, Luigi uh, lurking, lurking around nearby, lurking around? Yes?" So anyway, let me that's tell you, that boy. That. Um, but so, if you hear any sounds, it can be a variety of things. A lot of people that are um, tier one, at least tier one subscribers, mm-hmm. they can get their own walk up sound. And so it's called a blurp, right? A blurp. Blurp, blurp. walk up sound. Not so that's derp.
1: What, Not derp. No. Okay.
2: And um, then, some. I, I finally figured out how to change the alert sounds for if you are a subscriber, if you follow for the first time, if you. Put in and don't forget to share in. the show yeah.
1: and like the show and follow the show. Yes. I mean, these aren't difficult things to do. Everybody knows how to follow and share and like and all that other crap. Right? So it's not yeah. like you don't have to be a, 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 a neurophysicist to figure out how to do this.
2: Yeah. So see, there, the JP Dorney is now following, and that is the new follow uh, sound bite with a little star. Woohoo!
1: Beautiful. And uh, S- SR20Deep04 says, everything that is cutting-edge fashion is crap that rich folk can afford and normal people like Tony and most others think look absolutely stupid. It's not even whether I—even things that I like. I'm not going to spend a $1,000 because some celebrity is wearing a $1,000 uh, no. sh- shirt— I mean that's just that's just again people can do whatever they want with their money. I'm not criticizing the fact that these people spend ridiculous amounts of money on watches and clothes and stuff. That's fine. That's what that's what makes America great. I can't say that. I'm sorry. That's what makes America free. You can do whatever you want. You can piss your money away any way you Anywhere want. You got a lot want of money to. and you want to blow it away? Go right ahead. I don't care what you do. It's just that when we're told that this is what guys need to be wearing this summer. I say no, we don't. because the- I, only, I only can only for myself.
2: Right. So the uh, so speaking of fashion. Yes. Uh, night before last when we went to the Moshalu for the great homemade delish event, yep. uh, foodie event, um, as we're leaving, Luigi was still here because he was doing his show. And I had a
1: beautiful matching ensemble. Yes. I just had my basic blue. They were like jeans. A,
2: they were like a navy blue slacks right. and then you had a And then
1: I had an anchor shirt on which was a nice summery shirt. Summer shirt. Light blue. And then, and then I pulled out my grease ball slippers that I bought in New York City yep. on 8th on 7th Avenue. And when I call them grease ball, I mean that affectionately. They were Italian slippers. Yes. And I don't wear I don't All wear blue. tie like, up like shit. Blue All blue. Suede. I was blue on blue. Yes. You know what I'm saying?
2: And, as and I we're didn't leaving... get blue-screwed and
1: tattooed, but, I mean, I was all blue that night.
2: <laughs> as we're leaving, Luigi goes, no, 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 you can't go out like that. You have to roll because up your pants I, Yeah, lights. because
1: I didn't have the—I just wear the pants and I put them down. You know, like baseball players have the, the their, their uniform pants and they go all the way down yeah. to the top of their shoes. Now, that's where mine go. I'm not rolling them up. I'm not a hipster. I'm not trying to look like some douchebag hipster. So he gets down there and he starts rolling up my pants— to where, when I was a kid, and we had pants that were too short because we were yeah. poor, we would be called because you grew out we high oh, water. When's the flood coming? Yeah, right. Exactly. Remember, they would call yep. flood pants. If your pants were too short, you would get ripped because, well, you're expecting a flood. Yeah. And it was basically because we were poor, and we would buy a pair of pants. And You grew too much. Exactly, and, had, and, and then we didn't. We couldn't afford another one. The only thing I didn't get was blue balls the other night. Thank you for pointing <laughs> that out, Joe Quills.
2: So, needless although, to say,
1: although I must say. If there was any night where I was going to get blue balls, not in Blue Ball, Pennsylvania, but on the Motion Loop, it was that night because there were lots, lots of quality heaving bosoms on full on full display. Some
2: seemed even bigger than I mean, women that night time. just
1: decided to just let those babies breathe. Yeah.
2: I was, was, I was not one of them because I, I will, I oftentimes do that. I do let the girls out every now and then. But well, who uh, let
1: the dogs out? That's what I want to know. Um,
2: but there were heaving bosoms, and some of them seemed even <laughs> larger than I remember them being last time. So good for them.
1: <laughs> on That's exactly yes. right, Don <laughs>
2: So yeah, anyway. Tony, and people that
1: you... saw the pictures, because you were posting pictures of me playing yeah. around with the food. And you know what the people noticed? They didn't notice me holding the the dessert tray with all these ice Uh cream and chocolate-covered pretzels. And, oh, by the way, I didn't eat that whole thing myself. That was brought out for the table. Correct. But we always like to display things when we're there. And there were women sitting around me that were on full display. So what do they look at? They're not looking at the ice cream and all the uh, dessert product Uh and the Rice Krispie treats and everything else that were excellent. Yes. They're looking at one of the women who happened to be next to me who was packing and forget. That's why women can't wear those front backpacks. You can't wear those Odell Beckham front pack things.
2: You'd cover up too much. Yeah, you
1: can't let those babies be covered up like that. I mean, that's why God gave you those, or your doctor gave you those. You get those for a reason. First of all, you're born with them if you're a woman. Or you buy them. Or you buy them. (laughs) It's that simple. You know what I'm saying?
2: And again, (laughs) who are we to say what you spend your money on?
1: Exactly. Doctors got to eat, too. (laughs) Now, who the hell's calling me during the show? Where's the 310 area code, Robin? I mean, the uh, 321. I have
2: no idea. Where's 321? Have you never done a radio show before? Do you not know that you're supposed to silence or at least put it on vibrate and yeah, keep it in between it your legs?
1: No, I don't do that. I leave that up to the women. That shout out by the way to all the ladies with the fake boobs today. Thank you.
2: Well, speaking of boobs, <laughs> yes. and while we're still talking about the SB, Okay, SBs, so now
1: the last part of the SB coverage, that we're bringing you exclusively Which I think is everybody's favorite. It's like favorite. the SB post-game show. It's, it's almost taking as long as the ESPYs, but we gave you the winner of the night, the St. Louis Blues with the Ryan, o, Ryan O'Reilly pulling the tooth mm-hmm. out. We gave you the, I don't want to call him the loser of the night, but the oddity of the night. Yeah. Odell Beckham Jr. on the red carpet. Yeah, and then the
2: best dressed of the night is next.
1: And the best dressed, of course, is Megan Rapino. Yes, they jumped on a plane after doing their thing in New York City, the U.S. women's team, as the 15-minute clock is ticking down. They went up there, and Megan Rapino wearing a tuxedo jacket uh-huh. with nothing underneath. I guess she wasn't wearing a bra, which is fine. Oh yeah. And then when she got up to walk well, up know, on the stage, a lot of
2: people in sports. Uh, I always do it. that.
1: I like to wear the. I like to go to the bare chest <laughs> with a tuxedo. It's a good look a for me. A lot
2: of people in sports uh, that are very very active runners and all that they yeah. they they just don't develop as much. They they stay a little bit small. So she didn't really need to wear a bra. I mean, she's not. Yeah, I don't care what she wears. She's not a very large breasted woman, but she's perky. And we know exactly see, I how. I didn't even see the picture
1: because when they aired the show live, the nip slip was on TV. But when they re-aired it for the West Coast, they were able to edit it out. Correct. But fortunately, thanks to the we- resources of Miss Robin, who was totally abreast of the situation. Yes. And did a deep search for the actual nip slip video. We have it for you now. Megan Rapinoe goes up to win the award for yep. Team of the Year. And this is what happened last night and we, live. And,
2: and we knew that she was perky, but we, we now know I didn't for sure not see perky the this, I'm is. I'm
1: seeing this for the first time. Well, okay. Like we most men, I'm seeing this for the first time.
4: <laughs> All those in favor of equal pay say aye. The Women's National Soccer
1: Team! Wait, with Sandra Bullock wearing an equally uh, revealing a
2: jacket? No, 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 no. Wait, did you miss it? Yeah, I, I can't oh, see wait, it. Wait, wait.
1: Okay, so she's walking they're, up to the stage. Don't steak. worry.
2: I think that they're going to play it over and over again. Okay, let's see. National soccer team.
1: So that's Sandra Bullock. She still looks not bad for an older broad.
2: There it is. There it is. Right. Oh, damn it. Can we freeze it? Hold there it, it right there. Don't worry. It's going to keep going for a couple times so that you can see it over and over again. It's just on a continuous. Now we're going to slow it down a little bit. Slow it down even more. Freeze it right there. No, 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 we're sl- because she, as she's turning, you see it a little bit better.
1: Oh, I like it. Now it's really slowed down.
2: And right there, you can see how pretty oh, she really is. And boom <laughs> goes
1: the next nip slip. She didn't even have pasties on under there. So there you have it, the You're, live nip slip by are, Megan Rapino. I hope that excited many of you. And it's available online if you want to go and watch it and, re- and do like the Zapruder film. See how much nipple you could see. Now, I didn't see. Were they big nipples? Was... Were they little ones? Were they perky? Oh, no.
2: They were, they were like number two pencils. They were? Oh, yeah.
1: must have been cold in the studio, in the audience I last night. I believe so. Do they have the air conditioning too high?
2: Well, I, I don't know. You know, some women are like that all the time. And some women, they're growers and not showers, kind of like men are. That's all right.
1: She could do whatever she wants. That's, that's, uh, she completed the hat trick with that yeah, look she last did. night. And again, I don't care what she does, but we got to point this stuff out. Because really, that's, of, of all the things that happened at the ESPYs, what are the three things we're going to remember? The hockey player, the Blues, with yep. the tooth thing. You're going to remember Odell's pantsuit. Oh, uh, yeah. And you're going to remember Megan Rapinoe's nip slip. Yep. Those are the three.
2: Because the, what are the you famous. You want a writer's,
1: you want a uh, Cliff Notes version of the, there's a Cliff Notes version of the. What are the
2: Espys? famous nip slips on. Uh, well, obviously. On
1: TV. The one at the Super Janet Bowl Jackson. halftime show with Janet Jackson.
2: Yeah. I mean that's the one that was like got the I think the biggest attention of all. But I'm sure that there's been other nip slips. Oh, of we course. almost saw a nip slip last night on the news because one of the reporters had one of her buttons missing. Now yes. When I say nip slip, I don't. Th- but it was she. No, she...
1: it was it was the local news. Yeah. And at the beginning of the news, one of her buttons on her blouse was open, like the middle one. Yeah. And so you, you she had a bra on, I'm sure. Yes. But it was a local TV anchor. And then I, and then. They go to a video story and then they come back and it's buttoned again. And I said, wait a minute, Robin. And I don't even know who this woman is, but she, you know, she was attracted. She And it a, wasn't,
2: it wasn't like somebody's wearing a blouse and then like the top button's a little no, bit too much. No, she had like, the
1: buttons the, all the way the, down. The top
2: two buttons were done, and then the middle, you know, one, the middle one was open. Where the and, bra
1: would would, you know, force a, it a was tight
2: was like Almost blast. exploding. Yes. And,
1: and then, then all of a sudden there. they come back from that, and somebody must have said in her ear, the uh, director or the producer, hey, that button's uh uh, that button's open there. Yes. Huh? When you... But it was good. I mean, there was no nudity. No, no it She was... had no idea. But it just shows you her shirt was too tight. It happens to me sometimes when I wear a oh, medium.
2: I know. It happens to me all the time. <laughs> like, I buy a shirt, and it fits just fine.
1: This and is then... not Ta-Ta Thursday, and no. And then you
2: wash it, and damn it, somebody <laughs> puts my stuff in the dryer when it's not supposed to go in the dryer. Luigi. And... <laughs> then all of a sudden, my, my shirts don't fit anymore.
1: Meanwhile, there's a little known factoid from Burton and Gus on our stream chat Megan Rapino's nipples don't like to be seen by anyone who doesn't agree <laughs> with all the issues, okay? So if you don't agree with her, then you will not be allowed to see that again. It's ridiculous. Anyway, there's your uh, wrap up. But w- before we wrap up the women's soccer team, yes. there is one last video I'd like to play. And I'm playing it because it's been removed. And not to insult, ridicule, or criticize these women. All I'm trying to point out is that Oops. we have reached.
2: Hold on a second. This, the, this is one of those ones where I think you said. I know. We- I'm giving you. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm vamping, ah, spot Rob. Got it. Got it. Got
1: it. So, so don't don't worry. I know how to vamp t- till you're ready. Because we have a list of eight videos we're going to play today. We we don't just wing this stuff here. So Burton Gus says. Uh, AJ and Santa, Tony. that nipple went back and to the left, Tony. Back and to the left. So anyway, yesterday, but was while it they o- were It stu- was
2: definitely offside.
1: It was definitely offside. <laughs> yes, it was. The left nipple came out and the right nipple was still behind the line. Yep. And therefore, they had to wave that one off. Yep. But of course, they didn't show that later on the West Coast feed. That's the advantage of having something on the East Coast. <clears throat> something happens, they can't edit it. And then when they have the show to re-air... For West Coast audiences in prime time, all of boom. a
2: sudden, boom—you don't see no it anymore. nip slip,
1: which is an outrage.
2: But we are all about equality here. We definitely believe in equality for all, yes. male, female, and that's exactly
1: what the point of color. me playing this video is. So yesterday, you know, they were partying. <clears throat> they did. Here is where equality has been achieved, ladies and gentlemen, because. Yesterday, just like men, when they win sports championships, and they go on a float, and what do they do? They have alcoholic product up there.
2: We're assuming. No, we know they did. Oh, it's a fact. Yeah. Because they had it in their hands.
1: Have you seen any of these sports parades? Of course they're all drinking. They're drinking beer, they're drinking vodka, they're drinking whatever. I'm not condoning this, I'm just giving you the facts. This is all about facts on this show. Not just uh, hot takes, or hot cakes, or hot nips. Or any of the other things that you like hot. Some like it hot, Robin.
2: Oh yes, they do. As
1: your boy once sang. We gotta play that. Some
2: a bit. like it hot. You know who that is, right? Da, 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 da. That's, yes. That's the
1: guy that you had personal I, issues with. I, so anyway, the equality update of the day is women now who get white girl wasted, which is a term I did not come up with. No. White girl wasted has been around for a long time, right, Robin? Yes, they have. And when people when women on Wednesday They would call it White Girl Wasted Wednesday. And you notice we never do that. We just do What Up Wednesday. Because I don't want to insult wasted white girls. Because there's wasted white boys and wasted boys and girls of all colors, creeds, religions, ethnicities, political affiliations. Sports celebrations always involve alcohol. Except the Indianapolis 500 where they drink milk. And then they drink gigantic bottles of champagne. You ever notice whenever there's an auto race, especially overseas, the Formula One stuff, what do those guys do when they win? They get up on a platform, and they've got gigantic yes. bottles of champagne. And then they go and, and waste it. And then they it. spray it all over people. These are thousands of dollars of cham- quality shit. We're not talking about Andre. They're open like Vouv and all these other great high-end champagne. It's so wrong. And they're spraying it all over people. At least like hockey players spray beer. And even the women's soccer team they were just spraying around crappy Budweiser. So it wasn't like they were wasting good product in spraying it on their faces all over everybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yesterday, the girls were, they were feeling good in New York. They're champions, but they have reached pivotal equality status when you have a camera rolling and you post this kind of video to show people just how wasted you are, just like the boys do.
2: Hide your kids Ooh, sorry about that Hide your wife And lock your fucking doors Because we
1: got the key to the motherfucking city And I'm coming for all y'all bitches I know you Unlock your doors And that was like really Hide loud. your kids Hide your wife Because we got the key to the motherfucking city And we're coming for all you bitches I like that actually so, that is that not a quality? That
2: is be- absolute. Because
1: if a drunken dude <clears throat> at a sporting event after a championship uh-huh. made comments like that on video, nobody would be upset. No. We would love to so play So, nobody
2: <clears throat> should be upset now.
1: I'm not upset, Bat. Can we hear that one more time, Robin? Yeah, let's... At least at the, at the proper levels this time. Yes. Oof. I don't even know who this chick is. She's got the tatted arms up. I don't even think she plays
2: that much. I'm just going to play the matter. audio, not the... Kids! Hide your wife. And lock your fucking doors because we got the key to the motherfucking
1: city and I'm coming for all y'all bitches. I'm coming for all y'all bitches. Nothing like a white chick getting down and funky and pretending that she's down with her tats and her fake hide your wife, hide your kids, lock your MF and F doors.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know which player it is.
1: Don't worry, honey. My door's not locked. You want to come on inside with them tattoos? You want to come on inside and sip on some scissorp? You want to bust out the bubbly? You're welcome in my home anytime, baby. Anytime. I'll throw away the damn key. That's Ashlyn Harris? I don't know who that was. Yeah, I I think don't I, know. I'm not knocking her. That's just pretty funny to me. But they're coming for the bitches. So I don't think she's coming here, Robin. If she's coming here, she's coming for you, not for me. Because she said, hide your wife.
2: Yeah, that was a little obvious.
1: Hide the kids and uh, and lock the mother-effing doors. Or No, she didn't go mother-effing. She went effing doors because we got the key to the city and we're going to go out there and we got a job to do and we're going to do it, baby!
2: <laughs> now, again, it's equality and I would be ripping... If, it, if some dude did it, that, it, right? I would be, and he, this is all I would say. I'm like, come on, like you just you're representing the United States. Again, they're throwing she's a great I know I, that's equality. I would, I, so
1: if guys can do it, they can do it too. That's oh. the same thing I said about Rapino's nonsense yesterday. I don't particularly like it, but if you're gonna rip guys for doing stupid stuff when they're drunk and they're on video after winning a championship, like being on a float, you know, and throwing beer and having beer thrown at him, that's what people do. So women can do it, too. Oh, yeah. But there are people who are now ripping these women, saying they're classless and, and they're, not, they're hard to like because of this behavior. You know what they're acting like? Like a lot of people do nowadays. There's no dignity. There's no, you know, it's like, look at me, look at me, look at me, right? And, yeah, we're looking at you. And then in a couple of days from now, we won't look at you again for another four years. That's how it works. That's how all of this works. Rob. Have some
2: class. That's all I'm saying.
1: They needed to have some Tuborg poured in a glass. It's, a it's got class. You don't remember the Tuborg beer? No. Robin, oh, that's I I hate to do it to you this early in the show, Robert.
2: Tuborg
1: beer? Find a commercial. Tuborg. T-U-B-O-R-G. There was a beer called Tuborg beer. I wonder if she would go over to, like, uh, Le'Veon Bell's place and be in bed naked with her friends and then leave, and then when Le'Veon left, she would come back in here. All right, I got to get that. I know what I got to do. I got to pull it out. Okay.
2: Tuborg beer,
1: like, and I I remember their jingle.
2: Oh yeah, like it's a Danish brewing company.
1: I don't. I, they probably still make it. You know what I'm saying?
2: I think they do. Oh, here's the f- amazingly funny Tuborg beer commercial. Is L- that? Let's what you're play thinking? this
1: because I don't even know if it's still brewed. Tuborg Gold. It's huh? like because they had a slogan, Robin, and that's why I said like Tuborg poured in a glass. It's got class. If I'm not mistaken, that's what they said. Let's go to the tape.
2: I am not familiar with this, so hang on just I'm one second. I'm once again trying
1: to show you incredible knowledge about beer and beer history, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Well, Tony, nobody has better incredible knowledge.
1: Or worthless knowledge.
2: Than Tony Bruno. Exactly. Of beer
0: goggles.
1: (laughs) I've never seen this commercial. Oh, this is very suggestive, right? Yes. Sitting at a table with yeah. a chick who's like, and then when he takes his beer goggles and off, then, the so, beer ends, he runs out of beer.
2: So, the, the idea is while he's drinking the Tuborg, she's absolutely gorgeous and hot, and then as soon as he's done, she turns back into just a uh, school mom just type, a school mom where she's all like
1: buckled yep. up, all oh, she's got like a turtleneck on, and you can't say anything.
2: That's good, that that's was fine, but
1: that's not the jingle that I wanted to hear, Robin. That's not the jingle. I wanted the two-borg port in the glass. It's got class. You know what I'm saying? So apparently it was Ashlyn Harris, says Bearcat AJ over there in Cincinnati, and she's engaged to Allie Krieger, hence hide your wife. Now, why would you hide your wife if you like your wife? If you like somebody's wife, why would you hide her? Maybe somebody's wife would like that if she came over and unlocked the door with the key to the city of New York. You know what I'm saying? (sighs) And for those of you people thinking that I'm criticizing these women's over their their sexual proclivities or over their sexual preference, I'll have you know, and it will be in my book, that when I was 17 years old, Robin, as you well know Uh in my history of debauchery, that I lived. And I got to find that shirt. Somebody stole my shirt that says, I learned from lesbians. Yes. I lived with a lesbian and a bisexual woman who were both 30 years of age when I was 17. And I learned the truth at 17, just like Janice Ian once sang. I did it as a young man, a young guy just learning about life at the tender age of 17. And it was one of the secretaries at the radio station where I worked. She was actually the receptionist back when we had receptionists. Right. And we're talking about now, 1968.
2: She was bisexual.
1: And her roommate was a lesbian. Was full-blown lesbian. Great ladies. I learned a lot from them. We went to the theater. That's where I got to go. I went to go see the Nutcracker Suite for the first time. I didn't go to musicals with Tony, them.
2: Tony, I... I haven't met them yet, but I would like to thank them. (laughs) Let
1: me give them a wrong round of applause. (laughs) Just to show you my appreciation for lesbian and bisexual women, ladies and gentlemen. There is no punchline. It was a very good year, as Frank Sinatra once sang. There's so many Seventeen songs out there. Not Hey, Nineteen, but remember, Frank Sinatra's version... Janice Ian is I Learned the Truth at 17, that she was ugly. That's what that song is about, unfortunately. Right? Frank Sinatra was... When I was 17, remember, it was a a very very good... good. Come on, Robin, that's bad Frank Sinatra and Janice Ian knowledge.
2: That one I know. I didn't realize that the other one was about... She found out she's ugly. Well, no,
1: she talks about... You've never listened to the lyrics of Janice Ian's 17...
2: I guess I didn't really pay attention <sighs> I to I hate that to do much. it to you, Robin.
1: I hate to do it again.
2: Uh, so early. Not even an hour
1: in, and that's your second one of those of the what, day.
2: What was the uh, song called?
1: I J- Learned J- the Truth at 17. I don't know. I, that, was, that, that was the actual title of the song. But Janice Ian, 17. That's all you have to look up. Janice Ian, 17. We'll give you a taste in here. We don't have to play out the whole song, but I just want you to hear the beginning.
2: Hold on. Just basically, she's talking about how
1: she doesn't fit in. She's not attractive. An ugly girl. She even says an ugly girl's like me. At seventeen. At seventeen. Give me a little Janice Ian, going back, back, back into time, Robin. She learned the truth at seventeen. You know what I'm saying? I learned
4: the truth at seventeen.
0: That love was meant for beauty queens. In high school, girls with clear skin, smiles
1: and married
2: young, young and then retired. retired All right, all right, all right Say so she's
1: talking about yeah. that when she's 17, she wasn't a beauty queen She wasn't a she beauty wasn't queen, a queen and, <laughs> and then she watched, this is the line where it really hits home So she's saying she was 17... You know, some 17 year olds. So she had ravaged face, she had zits. Lacking in the social, in the social graces.
0: graces. Desperately remained
1: at home. This was a woe is me, I'm 17. Yes. And I'm not getting laid yet song. <laughs>
2: <it's laughs> Way to simplify the. Well, lyrics, what's the, man.
1: You know, it's basically when you're 17.
2: Sometimes it
0: may be good, sometimes it may be shit.
1: Exactly. Then Rick James. Well, we're talking about seventeen, Robin. Can you play the? Thank you, Rebel Man. That's my boy right there. He knows all the goods. Rick James. She was only seventeen. You know, there were a lot of songs about six. She's only sixteen, but Rick James did a. She's only seventeen. Because there's a lot of songs back in the in the sixties and seventies where talking about sixteen and seventeen year old girls was a big effing deal. Now you go to jail with Jeffrey Epstein. As you should. <laughs> As you should. But why was it cool back then? (laughs) She was 16, she was beautiful, and she's mine. Just think of all the songs back in the day about 16-year-old girls.
2: I'm sure that Rick James has it. I am not seeing that right now. The only one that I'm seeing is by Mike Castle. Could that be?
1: I don't know. (sighs) Give me a little Frank Sinatra, though, when I was 17.
2: Hold on a second. First, I have to play this one because I have it up. All
1: right, let's play it. Jeez. Meanwhile, the phones are ringing. We have open lines if you want to jump on in here. We got more. We'll give you NBA update. Why oh, does that
2: sound awful? Now,
1: Sexy in 17 by the Stray Cats. There's so many 17 and 16 year old songs. It's unbelievable. And then, of course, the greatest. Thank you, uh, Dark Knight 63 Gary Pocket and the Union Gaps, Young Girl. Remember that song? Young girl, get out of my mind. My love for you is way out of line. Better run, girl. I don't have the same, obviously, schwa de as Gary Puckett in the Union Gap had. And people got married at 16. I agree. Not 17 from Winger. Of course, as Doug McGregor points out, they were the Nickelback of the early Niners. Winger. Winger?! I didn't even, you know what, Robin? Remember Woman, Woman? Gary Puckett and the Union Gap had some of the really creepiest young girl songs. They had Young Girl and Lady Willpower. Remember that song? Those are great songs, Robin. We can do a whole show. We could do a whole show. On underage. (laughs) Dalliances yeah. back in the 60s and 70s. Oh
2: my God, the songs were creepy, creepy when you listen to the lyrics. When you listen to them the now, melody, yeah. The melody's awesome. You're like, no, you're right. And then all of a sudden you're looking at the lyrics going, wait a minute. Wait, what's is, talking that about? That is so wrong. Well, into the night. Yeah.
1: What does he say in the song?
2: Well, some of them were even younger. was
1: um, 16 years old.
2: We have calls on hold, Tony. Would you like to take a phone call? Let's or... go to the
1: phones. 215 462 Tony. 215 462 8669. We'll have NBA, NFL, MLB, RIP, Breaking Bad. We'll have bagel updates. We will have shark updates. We will have, uh, oh, we have the next great thing in sports this summer. Two of the things that will now take over the summer landscape. Absolutely. And that is, of course, now that the hot dog eating contest is over, we will have the dog days of summer in full effect. And also, we have the best summer sport. And that, of course, is Cornhole. And is that Cornhole, Dean, on the line no, there in the background? No, it's not. Who do we have on the line? It is the best
5: blind driver in Chamokin' Tony. You're oh, it's blind food. Mike uh, in the house. Uh, yes. Where I'm are you right now? I'm broadcasting live. I am broadcasting live from the ale house, sitting here uh, contemplating on what kind of burger I want to get. As, I, as the humidity walks into, through an open window, as I sit here at the, at the bar,
1: which alehouse? Now is this Miller's ale house?
5: Uh, what's this now? No, I'm up in. Shimo- it's, it's just called the ale house.
1: Oh, okay. Because oh, there's God. there's a chain called the really Miller's. Cool. A- there's a chain of called Miller's ale houses, and you're yeah, right. No, there's this, like ye this, old ale right house.
5: This is your local uh, alehouse that uh, you know. I'm drinking a blue collar blonde ale right
1: now. Oh, I love those kinds. That's my favorite kind of actually, blonde ales, dude. I,
5: it's it's a lot different than the it's a lot. Folks, I'm live on the
1: radio on the Tony Bruno Nation live. Tell them to put it uh, up. Tell, yes. them to, tell them to stream it up on the hey, bars, TVs. Get all I, that ESPN crap hey, off I, all those I, yelling I, guys. I, 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 they could actually they could <laughs> actually cast this show, Mike. Tell them they could streamcast the hey, show to one of their TV to, uh, monitors.
5: Well, they, they should. Hey, can you guys put on Twitch... Uh, Wait, on, yeah, get off around, get around the, get around the horn, say. and all those guys yelling at one
1: another <laughs> on TV shows. Hey,
5: I wanted to, I wanted to, <laughs> hey, I wanted to tell you guys something. Um, there's a uh, a really cool thing I checked out last night. And if you look at my Facebook, um, you'll be able to check out my post about it. I was so glad to catch. Uh, um, and I, you know me, I, I respect my uh, my uh, broadcasting pioneers, and I, I respect all my people I check out. Uh, I loved checking out Tony Kornheiser with Stephen A. Smith
1: on PTI last night. Oh, they were on PTI together? I didn't see it.
5: Yes. Well, I didn't see it either, but I listened to it this morning. I happened to be walking home, and I have the thing on my iPhone that tells me notifications for certain podcasts. So uh, what happens is it's like 3 in the morning, I'm walking home from – Hanging out with, with you buddies because, you know, I'm in the process of moving. That's why I didn't get home this week, Tony. I had to deal with buying a new battery for my iPhone along with putting in air conditioners, which, of course, I had to have study people help me with. Of course. Also, uh, which is, you know, it's an outrage. I mean, I can't just I can't just get in a car. This is why, you know, I, I was a loser. It's an outrage. It is an outrage. I was one of those people. I was a late bloomer, man. You know, when you were talking, you know, God, it's crazy. I, I didn't I didn't get late till I was 18, so, you know, I was out of clear on that one.
1: Well, I learned the truth at 17, and I didn't even care whether the chicks had, like, bad skin. I mean, back, you know, well, when you were a 17-year-old boy, does it really matter if the chicks got bad skin?
5: That, hey, man, well, it don't matter, but hey, guess what? You know, her, her skin was as soft to me, man, because when I was 18, she was um, a beautiful African-American woman, and she was 28 years old, and let me tell you something. She took me for a ride, like, my first...
6: Hey, where are the white
5: women
1: at? Oh, man, you don't need it. When you get a fine sister, man, you don't settle don't for some a, white chicks. Hey, I don't
5: need a braille book for that one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just, just, just
5: got to use a braille system. Oh. By the time
1: you're 18, you, you better learn how to
5: rebraille braille or else you're stuck.
1: Yeah, you don't you're need braille when you're with a naked woman. You don't need braille when you're with a naked <laughs> you know, man.
5: No, no, no. I don't. I, everything is all everything is all black to me on that one. You know, but anyway. Uh, I plan on, like I said, to uh, well, I plan on coming home in a couple of weeks. I want to be home to that podcast yesterday you did with Harry Mays and uh, was so professional. I listened to that this morning because I didn't get a chance to hear the beginning part of the show yesterday. And what I did was I went uh, this morning on, like, you know, the good, great folks that you are. I put on the podcast... Uh, and as I sit here and speak to you guys, I'm taking a nice, nice chug of my double shot of Crown Royal. I call it Doctor Crown.
1: Doctor, not the I double shot of my baby's love by the Swingin' Medallions, which was another great song back in the day. Remember that song? What, what's that, Bud? Double what's shot a, of my baby's be, double shot of my baby's love by the Swingin' Medallions. One of the all-time great songs. Hey, Mike, go or you, order your burger. Have your beer. Relax and then hey, get man. back to us when you're when you're getting closer to make your trip back to Philly from Shamokin, Pennsylvania. I need a couple weeks
5: because you know thanks to eighty dollar bus tickets, I feel like I have to fly to New York. I, I may as well. It, it was cheaper to take a train to Lancaster from back home than it is to come uh, back home from here. Man, I'm telling you, it's an outrage. That's the to New York.
1: It's an it's outrage. It's an outrage,
5: exactly. Well, thanks, Mike, an and be outreach, be is.
2: safe out there. Okay. Can you? What's up? Be safe out there.
5: Well, I need your. Uh, genius help when it comes to these darn phones because I'm trying to do like a twitch um, now when I well, go on g- well contact me off stuff. the
2: air okay Mike cause alright okay.
5: I'll, I'll uh, stop then okay, okay. alright drink your beer have your All lunch right. and have your double See, shot of my baby's
1: love god I love that song I we re- may have to play that now thank uh, you Mike be careful playing, out there uh,
5: they're playing they're playing uh, a walk out song instead of the walk in song they're playing that song "Jean, gene gene by the uh uh you know, that song, uh, you know, the, uh,
6: oh, shoot,
5: I can't think
1: of it. Don't worry about it. Just yeah, have your lunch, way. drink no, your beer. You know, about, uh, and enjoy.
2: Trying to
6: contribute to the
5: show.
1: Nah, you no, know. it doesn't matter enjoy. at this point. There, yeah, there's a, nothing to add to this me. show. No. Trust we, me, brother. We, we have
2: more than enough material. Trust me, we're not going to be able to I get, I get to it that, all I, anyway. I
5: want you guys to
2: be with me as I, you know, enjoy my humidity. There we go. Bye, Mike.
1: Hi, right, Mike. Thanks, brother. The blind Mike up in Chimokan in a bar in the alehouse having a burger and a nice beer. I
2: think you might have had a... A,
1: a couple of double shots double of my baby's love.
2: <laughs> already. And we also have another phone call already waiting.
1: It was a... By the way, speaking of Gary Puckett in the Union Gap, our Midwest correspondent, the great Briny Baird, better known as Pat and Indy, reports that Gary Pocket will be at the Indiana State Fair next month, still touring, doing all of these sordid songs about young girls Damn. at the State Fair, where there will probably be a lot of young girls in attendance. Yes. Now Wonder we what have... people think nowadays, Robin. Well, let's
2: go to Trevor in the 203. Trevor's in the 203. He knows he young waiting. girls.
1: He knows old girls. He knows MILFs. <laughs> he knows cougars. He's he's he spans the gamut and spans the copita to bring you the finest entertainment. Inside
2: before before we, La Fitness
1: uh, Trevor before you
2: start talking though, uh, uh, Blind Mike gave me a great idea. What anybody that is listening to the show, and you are at a bar, show the bar how to stream or cast Twitch yes. onto one of the TVs, and have people that are in the bar show them how that they can call, they can I- interact with the show, and be right up there on the big screen, right at the bar where you are. How yeah, because awesome. you go into that any bar at lunchtime. Idea.
1: During the middle of the day, you go into a bar. What do they have on? They got all, and again, these are good shows. This but could they,
2: be like interactive
1: It's like people TV. yelling at one another in boxes. It's just me and Robin yelling at each other on boxes. This show is highly more entertaining than a lot of that crap where it's just guys yelling about the NBA 24-7. Nobody has the better variety of sports and music and well, everything else that matters.
2: Brilliant idea. And Trevor, since you work at a out at a fitness place. Yeah, when they're doing
1: Soul Cycle tonight, make sure you get all that crappy music off and you get the show streaming up there.
2: Yeah. <coughs>
6: I'll try I mean, right now I can't even get the T V to the change a TV channel. Right? Everyone wanted to kill me last night. Well, that's Just, why right? if, if want... you ha-
2: if you you don't even need to change channel, all you have to do is get your phone out, get the Twitch app out, and then hit cast, and, and boom. it'll boom right onto the whatever <laughs> yes. nearest TV it is right there. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Not a bad
6: idea. Can we celebrate for something for a second? What? Paul Holmgren is no longer the vice president. Is no longer the president of the Philadelphia <laughs> Class why He's now a senior advisor to Dave Scott. Can we celebrate. Can we celebrate yes. going right now.
1: I think they put him in the same room where they hid the Kate Smith statue. Paul Holmgren and Kate <laughs> Smith. Have you seen the two, the, the two together this summer? I think not. I've
6: not seen Kate. I have not either. So <laughs> Chuck Fletcher is now the president of hockey operations. Now we've got he reports directly to Dave Scott.
1: Exactly.
2: See, now Dean is making a great point, saying that after listening to us, they're going to want to drink more.
1: Well, of course. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, this
1: is like a brilliant partnership. Because, you know, you go into a bar at lunchtime, right? You get a burger, you get a beer, whatever. And then all the TVs are all of these, like, replays from like last night's game. Fests. And, you know, guys yelling at one another. And then you've got this friendly, fun show. Interactive. We, we can even give you shout They're not giving people shout outs, and we will give personal yeah. shout outs to the bars that have us on.
2: And not only that, but if you're sitting at the bar and you're watching us, and you, instead of yelling at the TV and nothing happens, you could actually give us a call.
1: Exactly. And say, hey, I'm in such and such a bar right now, and they got your show on, and they took the house down, and now they just play your show during the lunch hour.
2: Freaking brilliant, brilliant man. brilliant. Exactly right. Thank, Thank you, I'll Blind Mike. I'll give you Mike. a phone number to one bar if you guys want to see if
1: they can do it. I know a lot of bars.
2: Well, we're gonna we're, we're utilizing you guys as our marketing team. So everybody out there, got your local watering hole? Tell them, talk to them, tell them. They got how all these monitors on,
1: and what do they have on? Shit.
6: NFL Network, CBS, maybe Jim is, Rome. Yeah, all they need the is the one. Walking heads of Steve and I.
1: Again, I'm not knocking those shows. People watch them. I'm just saying, why can't we be up there? We're on in the middle of Absolutely. the day. People are calling, they're drinking. Do they not want to be entertained? I... Are you being entertained by NBA talk every single day about LeBron and all this other? No. You want a variety. No. You want fun. You want involvement. You want to be involved. You're not involved in those shows. They don't take any calls.
6: I they don't have degrees of entertainment.
1: <laughs> You're damn right, man. Exactly. So, can I told you an LA Fitness drama <laughs> story that happened last night. Wait, we have a drama update? Oh. I love drama. Not baby mama drama, yes. was it? No, 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 not baby mama <laughs> Okay, good.
6: Girlfriend going after one of the sales employees last
0: night. <gasps> no. no. Uh, not
6: coming one time. Not coming two times. Not three times. But four times.
1: How many times?
2: Four. four. So what ha- so so was- wait a so wait, who
1: went after the sales? Uh, so this is a girl on girl action?
2: Girl on
6: guy. The guy oh. who was a sales guy, his girlfriend came in four times. Is, there's been rumors of che- of him cheating on her unto uh-huh. the members at the L.A. Fitness.
2: Well, <laughs> it's kind of there for like the taking.
6: It came in at 4 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, and 10 o'clock.
1: So is she cheating or is he cheating?
6: He cheating
1: on her.
2: Well, and I mean, so then, so, so she was stopping in. That's
6: breaking t- news.
2: <laughs> was, she, was she stopping in to catch him in the act, or was she just there to berate him? Like, she, she kept thinking of something new, and she's like, and one more thing.
6: Yeah, pretty much berating him and trying to catch him in the action,
1: too. They got to bring in that Joey guy on Cheaters. Do they have a, hidden cameras in there? What's the guy's name? <laughs> uh, <laughs> not Joey Chestnut, the hot dog guy. Who's the guy on the Cheater show? Joey something. Look, you know what I'm saying.
6: Think, oh yeah, I know what you're saying. That would make some great television.
1: Because they hide out in like vans outside, and then they catch, and then they get when the people go outside, then they ambush them, right? And then show them the video of the husband, boyfriend, sales rep, whatever cheating. Joey Greco, that is great Joey Greco knowledge right there. Well,
6: we could Joey Greco and James Gable who's part of the show as well.
1: That is great cheaters knowledge right there. Not Greco-Roman Wrestling, which could ensue afterwards in the parking lot, since everybody likes to get physical now and videotape it. But Joey Greco was the original host. I don't think he's hosting it anymore.
6: No, I think James Grable's one of the current hosts, I last checked.
1: Ridiculous, man.
6: So, that happened last night, and your boy was just like, I'm just here for the ride. And it was loud action, and people, I had members asking, what's going on?
2: Damn! I mean, you couldn't Beautiful. even because you worked there. You're, it would have been totally inappropriate to get video of it. Darn Wait a minute, it. Clark
1: Gable the hosts the show Cheaters now. Is this Clark like Gable's the... grand, grand great grandson, or is it just another guy who happens to be named Clark Gable? Is this show still on Channel Seventeen WB at like midnight? Is it still on Cheaters? It's got to be right. Oh, it's his okay, grandson, Clark Gable's grandson. No.
6: G- oh yeah. Oh wow. Also, yes. I think I sent you a photo last night. One of the guys, who's the guy who was, was getting was getting yelled at. He was looking at the yoga class via security cameras too.
1: Oh man. Was- That's a dangerous environment. That's why I stay out of uh, fitness clubs. That's why I stay out yeah. of the gym. I stay out the bushes and I stay out the gym, especially when this bitch is doing Soul Cycle. And there's like a, 12, a two-to-one ratio. Like you were reported on one Friday night, late night soul cycling, 12 women, six guys. I mean, that let's be honest. That was on a Wednesday night. That was on a I Wednesday on a night, Wednesday. man. Wednesday night, you got 12 women in spandex and six dudes all doing a soul cycle class. I mean, you talk about ratio. You talk about good odds. Oh, yeah. Am I right?
6: Great odds. Great odds. Luigi would be going
1: crazy about it. We have tape of well, one of the guys who was actually miked at the Soul Cycle class last Wednesday night. Oh,
2: yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Bob from Valley Forge, talk about erections.
1: Uh, actually, actually, TJ Axe Ax in New York says go to gyms with fat chicks, it's much safer. You know, it's whenever they show gym ads, it's always like these smoking hot chicks, right? It's always or it's like the LA Fitness banners they have—they have those smoking hot chicks. Exactly right, man. Not that there's anything wrong with a slump buster in a gym every once in a while. You know, they need—they need to sweat too, and they need to—they they need to, to do love their it thing.
6: Too, Peter Griffin would
2: <laughs> Well, thanks for checking in, Trevor. No
6: problem. Thanks, Robin. Enjoy the show.
1: All right, there he is, ladies and gentlemen. Bring this up now, Robin, because I may have to make a trip. To the Indiana State Fair next month. So I can see some of the greatest acts from the 60s still performing on the free stage. Gary Pocket in the Union Gap. Now, Wonder if the Union Gap's still there.
2: We need to have Jack, Jack in the back, check in. Why, what's going on? Well, Do we have a developing speaking, situation? Well, no, so last night, speaking of uh, situations and scary situations, uh, volatile situations. Was Wolf
1: Blitzer in the situation room again last um, night and I missed he, it?
2: He put That was him, but hello, I can't answer my cell phone during the show, Jack. How What's much- the matter with you, Jack? How long have you been around this operation? Yeah, um, but he posted last night, which... Uh, so he goes, holy crap, I was doing a job in Philly today, and as I was exiting my new truck, by the way, yes, he has a brand new truck, which we're really looking forward, and hopefully the truck did not get hit either, but I heard what I thought was firecrackers. Instead, it was actual shots being fired, and I was standing by a no-parking sign. Where was this, in and Philly? A, and a bullet hit the sign right next to me. Needless to say, I checked myself for holes to get and then got my ass back in the truck and headed home. Still can't believe that just happened. What time was this? Um, well, we need to get
1: Jack on the regular I know. line. I, I got to get the load down on this.
2: Okay, so let me, I let, let's see, I'll, I'll try to call Yeah, calling. Jack,
1: you got to call in, Jack. We got to get him on.
2: Actually, Jack, call in. You, you know the number, 215-462-TONY, 215-462-8669.
1: Boy, those, uh, those tow truck guys really uh, get angry when somebody's trying to tow your car and another Can truck you... gets there first.
2: Now- <laughs> That it's happens
1: like... in a lot of cities. They've been throw downs.
2: But we're like, Jack in the back, he's this close to um, becoming a police officer again, because he's going, He's they, they approached him, but he, he still has to go, even though he was one before, he still has to to go through the whole I know it's got to be
1: hard for a lot of people to believe that there are drive-bys still happening in 2019 here in major cities like Philadelphia. I can't believe that, 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 that this, hasn't, this is still going on. And by the way, the wreckers, and I'm not going to wreck, rip, the tow truck guys. They're doing their job. But, you know, a lot of them, there's, there was a show about these guys, that they're listening to a radio and a police call. And when they hear that there's been an accident, they rush to the scene to get there first so they can get the tow job. And then the PPA has their own tow people who are under license to the city. And then they get it on the radio that they got to go and tow cars away that have been uh, booted. And those are actually PPA trucks that they use. But they use private guys, too.
2: Now, Tony, since we're talking about going, you were saying that you had to go to the concert. There is something that we talked about yesterday with Harry Mays. And we are going, not only are we going on Sunday... But we are going to either do live or taped. I'm not sure to to rerun it on Monday. The fabulous Jim Ross. No, we're going to do a one on one with Jim Ross. Yes, we are.
1: Awesome. I haven't he, seen him in a long time, so we get to see him, talk to him, tape him, and yes. then play him on the air because there's wrestling, the WWE, on Sunday here in Philly.
2: Correct. And and but um, he's doing
1: this big pregame bash thing. Pre- correct. He's doing a uh, meet-and-greet with people, mm-hmm. question-and-answer session. And
2: there are still tickets available. They range anywhere from 39 to 79 depending on if you want to do the VIP package or not. Um, but it's going to be at the Dave & Buster's on Christopher Columbus Boulevard. It's down yeah. on the
1: river. Dave & mm-hmm. Buster's, you know, it is right, basically right under the Ben Franklin Bridge. You can see it from there.
2: And if you go to um, jimandconrad.com, it'll bring you to the Eventbrite page, and you can order your ticket and you can be down there as well, we highly recommend it. Jim Ross is one of those guys that you have to meet in person if you get a chance. he's awesome. He is the most amazing, down-to-earth, awesome, awesome guy. And it is... um, It's going to be a slobber knocker. There's no doubt about it. Jim Ross and Conrad Thompson together uh, doing this grilling live uh, this Will they be grilling and chilling? I, I... this is what it says. The description says the WWE returns to Philadelphia for their Extreme Rules event on July 14th, but just hours before you can join good old JR for a trip down memory lane with Conrad Thompson steering the ship to discuss Jim's life in the wrestling business from Leroy to Watts to Hurd to McMahon to Khan to JR has seen it all, and this is your chance to pick the brain of the incomparable Jim effin Ross.
1: Exactly right, and you know he's not involved with WWE. He's got his own thing going. he got to AEW. Right. But he
2: has such a history with it. Yeah, so, and so and
1: he, he knows that a lot of people will travel to Philly mm-hmm. for the WWE. What's it called? No rules, just right? Uh, no holds barred or no uh, holds. Extreme uh, rules. Extreme Rules. Yes,
2: Extreme Rules. And so at the Dave and Busters, the VIP meet and greet starts at 1:30, general admission uh, is at 2:30 and it'll last from it's from 3 to 5. The actual sit down and the question event, and answer the session. The general admission event. Um, but it is it ends 50 uh, 90 minutes before the dark matches at Extreme Rules. Um and Got to go, and we are going to go down there just prior to the VIP event, Beautiful. and we're going to get a one-on-one, um, and uh, if if all goes well, we'll do it live. Uh, we'll be we'll up, live. up to the mercy of the Wi-Fi speed there. We
1: have a preview. You're
6: talking to the
0: Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, woo, wheeling dealing, limousine riding, right jet flying. Son
6: of a gun! And I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down.
1: Exactly. And then you'll hear Jim Ross actually say this on Sunday here in Philadelphia.
6: I come to see a
2: man get his ass whipped.
1: Exactly right. So Those once, are some of the great yes. things.
2: Yes. <laughs> so once again, that is www.jimandconrad.com Jim tickets.
1: and Conrad. Jim and Conrad. dcom yes. Get tickets. It's going to be awesome. He is. He's the man. I mean, what else can you say? Totally awesome. All right, we're going to now go live, ladies and gentlemen, to get the latest on a drive-by here in Philadelphia. I feel like I'm working the police desk at 911. 911 operator, what's your emergency? Hello? Oh, shit. Did you just hang up on the...
2: I did. (sighs) I'm so... I'm not used to where uh, when somebody's on the phone, I have to actually keep... The, the hook off, like I can't... The handset, hand, you
1: can't put the handset back? can't put the
2: handset back. Handset back when was the when last time ready?
1: people actually used phones? That's the problem now. Nobody knows how to use a phone anymore.
2: I have to remember not to do that, damn it.
1: I have to do this again, though, Rob.
2: I know, so... He's back.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, how nine one one the operator, <laughs> what's your emergency? <laughs> I've been shot at. <laughs> now, let's get an update. Ladies and gentlemen, this is our good buddy Jack in the back a once a police officer now trying to get back into the business so yeah. tell us what happened where were you what time was it and let's talk about drive-by shooting shall we it
3: was around six uh no it actually closed to almost eight o'clock last night i uh had to go meet a client for an attorney i do some side work for uh you know sign up uh, clients and uh got out of my brand new truck that i had just bought about two weeks ago and uh you know, parked it, and uh, as I walked down the street, I had parked the street over, so I'm walking um, down the street, and I got eh, about 40, 50 feet away from my truck, and I hear fireworks going off, and unfortunately it was not fireworks. It was uh, apparently a bunch of guys uh, shooting at each other, and from what I understand, there's a fatality out of that shooting, and I I turned and started heading back towards my truck, and I stopped for a second because I didn't know, you know, really what to do, kind of duck down, I get in my truck, and I hear a a pinging sound at the no-parking sign standing right next to me. And just as I look, there is a hole in the no-parking sign, and it was literally right at the same level as my head.
1: Wow, Holy and you thought crap. this stuff only happened with rednecks in the country where they shoot at stop <laughs> signs and stuff, and you always see bullet-riddled signs all over the place in the country where nobody hears it. So this was in yeah. a city street. Can you can you d- tell us the neighborhood, the intersection whereabouts this was? Was it in South Philadelphia or North Philadelphia? It
3: was on Ellis Street, uh, right off of uh, like Ontario, like right in that general it Sounds like nor-
1: north in the North Philadelphia area. Northern Liberties,
3: I think, is what they. Oh, that's Northern Liberties? Damn. Yeah, well, it's part of it, and that's where that... Um, apparently, Philadelphia's going through. They've actually eclipsed last year's numbers by, like, 11. Like, I think up to 173 now. It was 162. It could have been 174 if that bullet would have hit me. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was interesting. And it was one of those weird things because it, it didn't quite kick in until I got back in my truck and I flew out of there, and I realized i got to stop and make sure there's no holes in my truck.
2: Yeah, <laughs> your brand-new freaking wow. truck.
1: <laughs> I just buy those just, fake stick-on ones that look like there's holes in your car and truck, Then then you have street cred. Then people won't mess with you, you know what I mean?
3: It, it was crazy, because now, now everybody's asking me, do you seriously want to get back in law enforcement? Because now you're just even a bigger target. I wasn't even the target. It was just people shoot. I mean, the, the streets were packed with people. Nobody has air conditioning down there. There were, they had the fire hydrants were open, and it went from—I'm not kidding, you guys. It went from a street with, like, maybe 40, 50 people standing in the street to almost like you could hear crickets chirping. Wow. Like, people immediately just scattered like cockroaches when the light came on. I watched this guy with his kid standing by the hydrant. I don't even think the kid had to be maybe two years old. He didn't even touch the steps going into his house.
2: Oh, God, he I le- bet.
3: Grab that kid— I, I, Inside like that, and there was nobody. Everybody was just scattering. And you know what the weirdest part is? As I left the area, not one police siren, not one police car rushing past as I was leaving.
2: They don't care. Well, it's not that they don't care. Well, it's not that the cops don't
1: care. There's not enough cops to do
2: anything. They are so severely understaffed.
3: It was was crazy. I, I couldn't believe it. And then I called the person I was supposed to meet, and she goes, oh, that happens every day.
1: Wow! Like, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> I don't know if that's uh, Northern uh, Liberties, though, because that's supposed to be one of those hip, uh, hippified, gentrified, hipster neighborhoods now.
2: What is it? What was the address um, again? Uh, well, I can't, the Not 30, the address. No, uh, the, the, the intersection. The, 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 the intersection.
3: The, the 3000 block of Ella Street, which is off of either Ontario or near A Street, like the lettered streets.
1: That sounds more Kensington-ish than Northern Liberties.
3: Yeah, okay, you might be right. I really didn't... I really didn't take much note other than the fact that I was getting my butt out of there as quickly as I
1: possibly could. Well, I'm glad you're safe, Jay. I mean, that's that's yeah. crazy, man. You know, and it's happening. Again, this is not midnight. I said the other day about the 6 o'clock on a Sunday morning thing where the woman's walking yeah. down the street with her dog. Some guy jumps yep. out of the car, punches her in the face. You know, and then people are saying, well, he was trying to get, tell her to get into the car. And then he apparently had, like, an Uber sticker on his car, and they're still trying to find the guy. Uh, he didn't abduct her, but... That was an ugly scene because it's caught because there's so many security cameras around. And so they got that one on video. But 6 a.m. on a Sunday and 8 o'clock at night on a Wednesday night. We're not talking midnight to 4 a.m. It was
3: sunny. It was sunny. I mean, it was a nice night. It was a little warm. I mean, everybody was out. You could see, like, everybody's just sitting on their porch talking. And then, bam, shots just start raining. How many shots
1: would you say, Jack? How many? Could you count them? Oh,
3: I'm saying that by the time I heard them until they ended, I'd say at least a minute and a half worth of constant gunshots it was, wow. it was they were not
2: they by the way that's mistake. that's kind of in the temple university shriner's hospital area
1: yeah it's it's kensington yeah. it's not it's not northern liberties again i'm not trying to condemn one neighborhood but the kensington area is certainly uh less safe than the gentrified hipster neighborhoods yeah. it,
3: I, you know, it's weird it's like i look and it's like i really honestly could not see an actual person shooting like they were shooting from all over different directions and you're so even trained
2: life. you're trained it, to look for that kind of thing can you imagine somebody that doesn't like it's well, crazy yeah
3: and, it, and you know what i you could tell by the area when i first went in that it was uh, there was a lot of there were a lot of people out on the street and you could see you know open drug dealing which i you know i wasn't worried about but i could say that when i got out of the car i could literally you could sense like you know it, it wasn't really the right place to be and, it, and it, it was proven like literally like 30 seconds after I got out of the truck. And this and I is daytime. It, and I was like, I just got shot at. <laughs>
4: wow.
1: wow. Now, it may not have yeah. been intentional, Jack. It may have been just a straight no, bullet, obviously. No, it
3: was definitely uh, an errant bullet of some sort. But It doesn't really well, matter was, if
2: it hits you.
1: Did you save the shell casing? Did you save the actual bullet to, to bring it home? No. Mm-hmm. No, I'm kidding.
3: I'm, I'm going back down that way to do. To meet the client again, hopefully under better conditions, and I, hopefully I want to take a picture of the stop, of the no park inside sign to show what, what I, what I saw. It was crazy, and it was what you know. was really weird, is that the hole had like smoke like around the ring still because of the bullet was like
4: hot when it went through the fire. Wow. Side. It was, like, wow. Weird... Well, thank God. <laughs> yeah, yeah everybody on the
1: everybody on the stream chat, Jack, uh, giving you uh, love and saying, man, you know, you're blessed. Good, glad you're safe. Holy shit. You know, crazy times, and it's summertime. No, this isn't Sweeper Jack. Sweeper Jack was our buddy who used to work down at the Wells Fargo's. This is Jack in the back, who's our buddy, who uh, comes by the show and used to answer the phones, and he's a friend of the show and does a lot of great stuff with charity. So Jack in the back, we've known him for a few years. We've hung out with him, he and Ruth and and the whole family and stuff. So uh, you're family, Jack. You know, whenever we hear stuff, and and the fact that you have law enforcement background, you're yeah. fully aware of what's going on. Maybe you need to wear a flak jacket or something tonight if you're going <laughs> back there.
3: Have, I do have my old vest from the job. I might figure out doing that and the, the riot helmet. I still have one of those going
4: yeah. around
1: the and house. And you think you're, that, you know. go, get dressed up like Antifa. Then you can say you're anti-fascist <laughs> and you're out there to solve crimes <laughs> and make sure all the criminals are off the street to get the Nazis off the street in uh, Kensington.
3: Crazy. I'm the really only Antifa guy with orange uh, outfit. <laughs> so I'm, I'm clearly visible. <laughs> But a well, don't-shoot-me sign
4: on my please, back and on my please front. Please, please be
2: careful. I mean, you got to uh, wait to get shot until you're actually on the force so that you have really good insurance.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Good God. I said that
3: to Ruth last, night. I said that to last, I'd go, like, is this possibly maybe part of my uh, indoctrination, yes. what I don't,
2: and I don't know about wow. it <laughs> yet? Yeah, you, you, you made it past the last round, Jack. I hate to use the old
1: adage, you dodged a bullet there, Jack. You dodged a bullet.
3: I
2: totally did. So, well, let, me, let me know about and, tonight. And, and your, uh, your car did not get dinged. Your brand new no, truck. Yeah. No, no. Wait, Jack. Tell tell Tony what's the feature on your new truck that I had never heard Air of. Air conditioning? What do no, you no, have no, no, no. What
1: kind of upgrades did you get, I have, better than my
3: 2001 Nissan, I have an automatic high beam. You know, not those kind of high beams. I know you're thinking, but... Uh, well, yeah. I, mean, you, uh, I have those. Out, <laughs> so when I drive down the road... The high beams come on automatically, and then if a car or, like, street lights come yep. around. Uh, it's, so it's actually pretty cool, and it, I don't have to worry about whether I'm going to blind somebody or not. It's really, I've never really
2: heard cool.
1: of no, that. No, I one. had that in my Lincoln, in my old town car, because some cars have those. Well, I like it's, the
2: automatic lights, yes. No,
1: but when the it automatically dims the high beams when you're in a That's dark. That's When somebody's coming, it sees the other lights, and it dims them automatically that so you don't so have to cool. do. I remember the old days when you had that button on the upper left-hand part. <laughs> remember down on, near the emergency brake? And you had that little <laughs> that little silver thing that you had to press uh-huh. to turn the high beams yes. on and off?
2: Um, the, by the button, the foot button. <laughs> Jack, by the way, Dean is giving you major luck saying, Jack, damn it, I think this is bullshit. Next time, take a bullet for the show. That would be great content.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine all the publicity we would get today. <laughs> Jack in the back. <laughs> Ah. Featured uh, producer of the Tony Bruno show. Takes a bullet one for the team last night. Make sure you followed him. And the latest on Jack in the Back at twitch.tv, Bruno Nation Live. Follow, follow, follow. Subscribe. All your contributions will help make this man safe again, better again.
2: Maybe
3: we, can, maybe we can start doing
2: a blood drive ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> a just-in-case
3: drive. You know what I'm
1: going to do, I'm going to go down and donate. Actually, I'm going to sell some blood today and put it aside just in case something happens to you, Jack.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, might, I might need this.
1: <laughs> All right, well, be careful. I be will... safe out there, man. And by the I way, Trevor have... from the 203 says, your, your thoughts, while we're talking about you missing a bullet last night, your thoughts on right. the Flyers' latest move with Paul Holmgren pretty much being kicked upstairs into an office that doesn't even exist, just so they don't have to say that they fired him.
4: I
3: could tell you this. I went down to the charity event, when, and he was down there about two Thursdays ago. And uh, you could tell he's—you know—he's pretty much. You could sense uh, amongst all the guys, like he's—they're he's, facing him out. You know, you got what's his name, Fletcher's now pretty much got his job. Um, and yeah, it's definitely a downgrade. And you, you see him, he, he really—you know—why does, does he care? He's been with the team for forty plus years. I mean, he's going to get phased out eventually, anyway. They you know what they did. They did a nice thing. They just kind of said, "Hey, listen, get exactly. over here, co- collect the paycheck, and and thank you for everything you do." And he can do anything he wants. He can go scout teams. He can, you know, he can make suggestions. But it's basically just their way of saying, like, you know, here's your gold watch. You know.
1: No, you're know exactly say, right. right. And the Flyers have done this probably more than any other organizations in town. And it's not a knock on the other organizations that they hire guys who were part, there were players and then they make them GM, they move them up the food chain, and then rather than just firing them, they say, okay, we've reassigned him, and now we're bringing this guy in, and we're moving this guy up, and that's what they do. And then, you know, Bobby Clark, you name it, you go down the list of guys that have been in in great players and that have been in management positions, and then when they make a change because whatever they're doing is not working, they don't just say get lost and throw them out the door. And a lot of teams do this, not just hockey teams, but there's teams that keep guys in the organization. The Sixers finally realized back in the day, when they weren't acknowledging a Dr. J and legendary players that, you know, this is dumb PR. You know, that's why they bring Allen Iverson back. That's why Dr. J comes back because you want those guys to be yeah. walking ambassadors for your, for your organization during its great times. Not the not, you know, that's what you do when you're a great organization.
3: Well, well no other sport has the, um, the, the fan reinteraction interaction than hockey players. I, you've, you've been around a lot of athletes in your day. I'm sure they they're on the top of the list and, and when that comes with that, it's like I think that they're just genuine people, and I think that's why, like the Flyers are treating Holmgren the way they are because you know they appreciate his efforts. Uh, he's a very scrupulous guy. I've met him. He's a uh, he's very straightforward, nice, very nice guy. Yeah,
1: he's a real nice guy. Nobody's just personal attacks on people who who don't do the job that they're supposed to do, and it didn't work, and then they move on. Exactly. Paul Holmgren's a great guy, you know, and he's another and tough he's, guy. When you look at the guys who are tough well, players. God like Homer and then obviously in St. Louis where they just won a Stanley Cup with another guy who was considered a goon when he played. You know, these guys are deep thinkers. They're not just uh, uh, what you would call pro-magnum men. Craig Berube is a pretty cool guy, and he's pretty smart. Just because he was a physical hockey player who was known more for his, his physical prowess than he was for scoring goals, although Paul Holmgren scored a lot of goals, by the way. He wasn't just some guy who would go out there and start a fight. So that's what people think of hockey players, especially the tough guys, that they're just a bunch of dopes, and that's why they can't coach or be management people. That's total nonsense.
3: Well, When you talk about Craig Berube, the interesting thing is, and, and obviously he won a Stanley Cup, but you know that was a huge mistake. That was Haxtell's mistake for wanting Haxtell, his guy, to come in and show Berube the door. And Craig Berube, if he would have given given more time and doing what he's doing now with St. Louis, the Flyers probably would be where, you know, the, the St. Louis Blues are. And they're going to continue to go that way. But, you know, that, and that's when I think, honestly, to start out the conversation you started out with, it, I think that's kind of like while well, Holmgren is being kind of, they took a little while to let the smoke clear. Yep. And now they're kind of saying, like, hey, this is, you shouldn't let Hexdall do what he did and have a seat. And, you know, that's how it works. You know?
1: Exactly just- right. And then, ladies and gentlemen, we asked Jack, and you knew Jack in the back would drop a tremendous <laughs> hockey knowledge on this program, a blue-collar guy himself talking about not blue-collar comedy, which Robin listens to, but blue-collar hockey players. Absolutely. Jack, I'm going to give you a roaring round of applause. Glad you're safe, buddy. All right, guys. There he is, the Let great. Me
3: Let me know about tonight. What's tonight? Uh, I invited you guys out.
2: When did you do that?
3: I texted you. Um,
1: when did you invite us? So- uh,
3: well, I'll get you off the air, but I invited you to go. to If you guys got something going on around 6 p.m. tonight, I figured... Okay, well, text, drinks, text me
2: again because it doesn't look like I got it.
3: I'm in that kind of a mood tonight. So. Oh, I don't blame you. <laughs> you Let's know? go out and have
1: a couple shots. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Dude,
0: you're totally okay, Jack. All right, see
2: you guys. I'll okay, bye. <laughs> bye.
1: That was too easy. That Thanks, Jack. That was <laughs> perfect. <laughs> go do some shots tonight. It's not white girl wasted Wednesday. Aye, aye, aye. It's double shot Thursday. Wow.
2: <laughs> this is how Tony's brain works, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, this is it's your getting, brain. Uh-oh. It's, it's getting, getting dark.
1: I covered up the grill. We got thunderstorms. Meanwhile,
2: Riddle Yeah, I just said Riddle just came down here. Let's he's see. alert,
1: he's awake. Lily's sleeping in the box. Can we get a shot of Lily in the box, Robin? They turn, they turn the camera toward Lily? Hold
2: on. I don't know which
1: one to turn. I don't want to be turning the wrong cameras at the wrong time. Lily's out of it in the box. Why are you using your camera to get Lily? We got 16 cameras in here.
2: Because this is the only... Oh, sorry. I did it again. Hold on. Hold on.
1: You're doing one of those uh, Blair Witch camera moves? Yeah, I
2: didn't mean to do that. People like people. that
1: stupid stuff <laughs> in movies. When I see a movie where they're using like shaky cameras, I'm like, give me my money back. I'm leaving the theater. What kind of crap is this? I'm not okay. paying full price to go see a movie. It looks like it was shot by a couple of kids in the woods.
2: So, Dopes. so Lily actually likes to be in the box. So, she likes to be put in the box. Mm-hmm. Um, so, she's in the box. Riddle just came down. Oh, what's in the box? And um,
1: you can see Lily's in the box. And he's
2: acting normal right now. Yeah. So, But he
1: just made his appearance, which means that he may be feeling the barometer no, rising.
2: No, he's not acting like that. Trust me.
1: He's licking himself. Yeah, so. he's acting normal. And you know normal. why cats lick themselves, Robin?
2: Because they can.
1: You're damn right. Just like dogs.
2: Um, but if, if, he, if he starts acting weird, we usually know that there's lightning and thunder with, within 10, 15 minutes away.
1: Exactly. No, he really does. No, he does. He doesn't have a thunder jacket or a thunder, thunder, thunder cats, which he is. But he's one of those rare cats because dogs, a lot of dogs are afraid yeah. of thunder and lightning. And they make the thunder vest for him. But there are some cats who feel the same thing. Yeah, and he's... it's not just the noise, like gunshots or fireworks. Oh, no, no, no. He, he feels it, it ahead coming. Of time. He knows it's coming.
2: Yep. You he, know what I'm saying? He's, he's like our little uh, living barometer.
1: Exactly right. No, Lily in the box is not lesbian, lesbian crime. Lily's a woman. Riddles the man. Riddles the baby daddy. Riddles the man who pumped out 13 kids with Lily.
2: Well... She pumped him she out. She pumped
1: him out. He, he pumped, pumped him, him in. in. <laughs> he pumped him in. She pumped him out.
0: Sometimes it's maybe good. Sometimes it's maybe shit.
2: Yeah, get it
1: right,
0: Tony. Uh, what's in the box?
1: Lily's oh. in the box. Riddle, the dad, is right next to her on the sofa. There's your cat update. Speaking of the cats.
2: The Philadelphia is that Scrapple Joe in the house? Super Bowl champion. Yep, it is. Very good. We're starting to know people's walk-up sounds. Beautiful. Uh, speaking of cats, did you want that cat video?
1: Yeah, this is great cat
2: action. Uh oh. Okay, hang on.
1: We got a lot of stuff still ahead on the show.
2: Uh, we have so much stuff today. Well, we're at that the I midway re- point.
1: So we got plenty of time, Robin. We're only uh, an hour and a half in. We're pacing ourselves before we wreck ourselves. You know what I'm saying? We have a pizza update today. We will once again play the Long Island bagel guy. If you haven't seen this video, then I don't know where you've been. So it's not new, but if you haven't seen it, again, I, I have mixed emotions on this.
2: It's worthwhile watching. What went
1: over my head? And the Barstool sports update, which I... Again, yeah. those guys are great. I don't have any problems with Barstool. Those guys are pretty much doing what I did 30 years ago in this business. And they're doing it at the highest level, which is brilliant. And so they post videos every day. They do a great job.
2: Now, the the, the video that we are about to post, because we were talking about cats... Yes. Um, is a video that if you've ever owned cats, you will know that when you are getting ready to make the bed, putting new sheets on, yep. This is how cats act when on the mattress.
1: Yeah, they do it. Our cats know when we're changing the sheets or making the bed, I don't they know jump how up they on there it. so you can't pull the covers or the sheets. And they just want to play around and they get on the and bed. They,
2: and they go like they, they get their, their six o'clock crazies and they're just like exactly. zipping around the house. This is a fantastic video. So set it up, Tony.
1: So the cats went outside and there's a bunch of cats and there's an outso- outdoor trampoline.
2: With leaves on it.
1: With which... leaves on it. And it's not one of those in ground tramps. It's one of those, and I mean, when I mean tramps, trampolines, I call them tramps for short. Not the kind of tramps that I like and attract on this show. Uh huh. And so there's a bunch of cats. And these cats are now on this trampoline, and of course, it's caught on tape. Let's go to the tape.
2: They are having way too much fun. Look at them. Well, I think it's especially the leaves that are making it even more fun.
1: And the the guy's not taping it, because he's right in front of them. Somebody way behind is taping this. So there's a guy with a giant, with a trampoline. How many cats? Are like 10 cats out no, there? No, no,
2: no. I think there's only four of them.
1: How many cats?
2: So it's either four or five. No, nah, there's more than four. No, we have only, three cats. There's only four or five of them.
1: And they're going crazy out there. People love... I love watching animal videos. Don't you? I'd rather watch animal videos than human videos most of the time. Most of the time. Because most of the human videos now are people doing dumb stuff and then yeah. taping it and thinking they're cool. Like the latest one with a woman... Who's a pretty scantily clad woman who's in a uh, in a?
2: Yeah, you told me about this one. I haven't seen this one yet.
1: It's a lady who's up on top of the produce, like where all the and lettuces and stuff look... are. You got to look for this because this is
2: insane. Well, while I'm looking for that, oh, I can't do it both at the same time. This is a a cool human video that, uh, since it's a, one of our sports that we love, and the fabulous, um, uh, down in down in Florida. Our good friend, who is an expert at this. And, oh yeah, you yeah, not not Dean. No, You're not talking about well, Dean. No, I
1: mean Dean. You're talking about the man who I makes know. the best boards. Dean is
2: good at it. No, Dean Dean's is very good. very good at He's it. He's good. But but this is the great sport that makes me giggle all the time. I don't know why cornhole. Cornhole,
1: it's phenomenal. And and it's huge. It's getting bigger and bigger. You know, people have known about it. They call it. And then I had a guy ripping me this morning when I said we're going to play this cornhole video. And remember, it's been on ESPN, so this isn't breaking news. But we've seen this guy before, the guy who's uh, on ESPN. Because ESPN's been covering this, you know, Johnsonville brats. Damon Brots, Dennis. Damon Dennis, who's great. But this isn't just guys in the backyard throwing it in the hole and trying to knock a guy off. No. This is next level. This is, this is cornhole at the highest levels yes. humanly possible let's go to the tape this was on espn final throw of the match
0: get in there yeah
1: Boom. he
5: played well hit some gigantic shots along the way
0: you want me to try and knock that off or not
1: yeah some real people right here
0: hey, i'm good you want me to try and knock yeah we off gotta or... do something
3: He's trying an and one shot to steal an extra point, which would be three
1: instead of two. Makes the eight point deficit five instead of six. It is significant, five is easier than six. So what he's gonna try to do is hit this back lip and then cause this bag to go off while the airmail goes in. One of the most difficult shots in Cornhole. Dennis.
2: So for those of you who are listening only on our fence... let's watch it again. So he
1: had a there was a bag atop of the hole, and the only way he could knock it out is by hitting it and knocking it off the back while going in the hole at the same yep. time.
2: Oh, the only way to win, and he did it. I mean, like, so he 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 hit his bag behind the hole with just the right amount to knock that bag off and then make his bag go forward into the hole.
1: Yeah, that was, un- that was an unbelievable shot. I mean, shot. it's
2: just unbelievable.
1: And our buddy Danny Dow down there who makes the great bowl, makes the great boards. Dean's a great player. Danny Dow, though, is, I mean, he makes, like, world-class boards. Right,
2: and he actually sponsors some of these guys. Exactly, so no, is- it's
1: huge down in the Tampa Bay area. It's huge all over the country. Because now they have tournaments. They have this tournament going on right now. And by the way, if you want to follow these guys, they're at I Play Cornhole.
2: Correct. At I, at p- I Play at Cornhole. At I, the letter
1: I, at I Play Cornhole.
2: Correct. And then you can follow a bunch and of these. And you can see guys. all their
1: videos, their tournaments that are going on right now. These guys are tremendous. And it's fun to watch. You know, you know what's good about cornhole? Because it's unlike professional sports where nobody can play it the same way, mm-hmm. you can do it the same thing. You don't need to be a... Now, obviously, you, you're not playing as great as these guys, but all you need is two boards and some right. bags. yep. You know, and they're readily available. And, and I had a guy own. rip me earlier this morning when I said I was going to post this video. He says, oh, bleh, that's really ridiculous. When guys are playing cornhole at the football pregame pa- pa- tailgate parties, you should be throwing a football at a tailgate party. Where? In a parking lot where there's grills and everybody's around, yeah, that's why cornhole's perfect for tailgate parties. Exactly, because you don't need a lot of space. You, you try to throw a football around in a crowded parking lot, mm-hmm. you're hitting people Especially in the face. Especially when
2: somebody's been drinking.
1: Well, everybody's drinking at a tailgate, Robin. I mean, come on.
2: I always give somebody the benefit of the doubt. I'm not going to blame I'm not I'm not going to make this blanket statement about everybody. I got to give
1: Dean a little credit now. People are saying, "Wait, Dean, no, you're that good." Oh, he is good. No, but Dean says, "No, I'm good." I'm not as good as those guys on TV. That's humble. See, he yes. learned from the women's soccer team not to be a pompous, look at me, look at me, I deserve this kind of yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes out and earns it. Because, you know, we were talking smack. We were down there a couple years ago uh, at the Airbnb down yeah. there in Tampa. Oh, and and he, Dean came by. Been sma-
2: talking smack beforehand. And, and then he, he actually, went out and he walked the walk. He did. He we walked were in the, the
1: dark. We had to turn our car headlights on like back then in the country. <laughs> yes. And we were in a nice place on a lake in Tampa Bay. And all of a sudden, it's getting dark, and the boards come out. And Danny Dow and Steve Dumig was there. All of our friends were there at this beautiful house, and we brought the boards out. And then all of a sudden, it's getting darker, and people are playing. And then Luigi goes out there, and he's throwing some bags. Bye
2: for one from Cali, 209. Thank you for joining, and see you tomorrow. He has to, they have to, he has to leave early every day. It's kind of sad. What the hell's the matter with this I guy? I don't know. Do you, don't you have your priorities straight?
1: No, I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> you can bring us with you wherever exactly. you're going. You can bring us with you on the mobile app.
1: Thank you. But no, we appreciate you listening. Yes, it Please. is. And
2: we appreciate everybody listening. And um, speaking of listening, you, as you know, we always talk about Twitch because this is how you can watch the show live. <laughs> and you can also, if you're a subscriber, then you can look at all the archive shows uh, if you happen to miss the live show. But... <laughs> some people um, still like to be able to just listen. Um, and we are available on all your favorite podcasting apps.
1: Spreaker, baby. The Spreaker's blowing up, though. Spreaker, How great is Spreaker?
2: Spreaker is the reason why yeah. we can give you all of our fantastic audio on audio only. And we're available on iHeart and all of your favorite podcasting apps that you, whatever, however you listen to it on, we are there. And it's because of Spreaker. We load our audio onto Spreaker immediately after the show. And um, Spreaker is a fantastic, fantastic. So if you if you want to subscribe to us through Spreaker, Spreaker also has t- millions. I, I want, well, I don't know if it's millions, but hundreds of thousands of other podcasts uh, available through them. So go to Spreaker.com and sign up there if you, if, if you um, like podcasting.
1: Exactly. No, the bags. You know, you call it bag People call it bags. It's cornhole. And you know why it's called? Because people are now saying, you know, why would you?
2: Yeah, what is the play? history of the name of Cornhole? Because the
1: bags that they used had corn husks in them for the oh. weight. So that's how they filled them initially. They would use corn husks because they had to have a bag to throw. And it's called Cornhole. See, so you're getting the corn in the mind, hole.
2: This is where my mind went. Not
1: Cornholio, of course. The great Cornholio. Yes. Well, this is I'm where, Cornholio!
2: This is where my mind went. Because I've read a lot of history books and uh, or or.
1: Not fun bags. That's a different sport. No
2: different. I've read history books and I've read fiction with historical accuracy, and and in, in several of them, in the olden days, um, they used to use corn hus or not corn husks but corn cobs to wipe their ass. Well, that's a different. That's to... a
1: different sport, Robin. Well,
2: no, no, no. Just let me finish. So they used to use <laughs> corn to wipe themselves after they went to the bathroom. Which I am thinking to myself, why would you? What in the world? Like, I'm- Because
1: the toilet paper wasn't invented yet? But- what do you think they're run- using in the streets the now use- where there's no toilet paper when people are pooping corn in the streets?
2: Cob, I mean, can you, you think use of it- whatever's available? But this was like a common thing. Corn cobs. Use corn cobs. I mean, use the husks, use grass, use leaves, use whatever corn cobs?
1: No, not the husk. They used the actual corn kernel. I get that. Okay. So So where when- are you going to corn wiping your ass with corn Because... You're talking about me going in a different direction. <laughs> We're talking about corn Corn... Kernels
2: yes, being put into that.
1: bags, which that. is what the basis but of the when cornhole. I, when story I was.
2: when I hear you're cornhole, thinking of people
1: wiping their ass with corn husks,
2: that's where really, my brain Robin? goes. That's I mean the, the, it, it was just sort of a natural progression for me. So every time I hear cornhole playing cornhole, I kind of giggle a little bit because I'm there's a, there's a little part of me that's a five year old boy. apparently. Jesus,
1: the great cornholio, he needs TP for his bungholio. Bongholio, but by the way,
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, you are correct. There, I can guarantee you, there is nowhere, nowhere on earth right now that anybody, any other radio show is talking about wiping your ass with corn. No, I can guarantee. And it's a it. woman
1: who started this conversation. Usually, it's not just a slob guy who's doing toilet humor. We
2: are all about educating people, and this is, you know, th- we're giving you some history, people. If Every you didn't day, know this, there's got
1: to be some sort of poop reference in the show. No. So last night I'm watching Ripley's Believe It or Not, uh-huh. the new version, right? With Groovy Bruce as the host, you know who he is.
2: Oh yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And he basically just walks up and does yeah. lead-ins, and they throw it to I tape. I love him, but yeah. I love him too. But anyway, he had a guy on that's in the United States that has a poop museum. No, not a museum. He has it's his own house, though. It's not like the one in Japan we no? were talking about. This guy collects feces from like. Oh, they're people- real. Yeah, but it's not like somebody pooped in the street and they're bringing it over. You're talking about, like, stuff that's been around forever, so people go out and look for... Fossilized poop? Yes, fossilized poop, not fresh poop. And it's an unbelievable story. And this guy gets poop sent to him in the mail, but it's like fossilized remains of poop. So he's got poop from, like, all different eras. Yeah. And Bruce Campbell. I love Bruce. Crazy. Groovy Bruce is his uh, Twitter handle, as you know, Robin. I did not know that. So poop seems to be in the news every day.
2: Hey... Everybody You know why? Poops. Because
1: everybody does poop. Thank <laughs> you, Rhonda.
2: Everybody poops. And not every- <laughs>
4: Everybody <laughs> no,
1: poops. My wife asked me, what's my diet listening to this show at lunchtime? <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's part of you a healthy bread lunch. You are welcome. It's a wealthy bread... By the way... <laughs> where's the one I saw earlier? Uh... So many great uh, messages now coming. Luckily, we can still see a lot of them. Unlike Twitter, where they go away fast. But
2: okay, when you're just laughing, you gotta—you actually gotta. I, I'm say trying
1: it. to stall. Oh, by the way, here it is. AJ Marcos. I don't want to hit another man's bag while trying to get in the hole at the same time. Sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I never thought of it that way. <laughs> that could be awkward. You
1: know who would agree? Ryan Seacrest, I believe, would agree with that wholeheartedly, right, Brian?
2: Would that make you angry, Tony? You
1: are right about to- well, how do you know it hasn't happened? I mean, come on, Robin.
2: Speaking of angry, there was somebody <laughs> that was very, very, very angry while getting a hole-shaped breakfast item that everybody is talking about in the news right now.
1: Oh, yeah. This is, this is a legendary story. And I said, I mentioned earlier I have mixed emotions about this because there are people who have serious mental health, health issues. Yeah. And to make fun of those people. And I'm not one of these, you know, I'm not super PC, but I'm respectful. But this guy is has has problems. Not because he's short. And that's part of the problem.
2: Maybe. I mean, we don't know. So
1: it's a short guy who goes into a bagel joint. Apparently he goes there a lot. I think this is in Long Island somewhere. You know, they got good bagels. New York bagels are oh, yeah. the most famous in the world, right? Yep. They sell bagels everywhere but we have to agree New York bagels are the best.
2: Yeah, and it has to do with the water. I've had somebody explain it to me that it's, it's because it's the same it's the same with bread. It's the same reason why the bread and the pizza crust taste different in in New York. And in Philly it's why like hoagies,
1: grinders, whatever you want to call them or cheesesteaks taste best here because the bread here mm-hmm. tastes better and it's made and that's why people get the bread from Philly said par baked all, yeah. all over the world. So anyway, enough about that. We're on a roll, so to speak. This guy goes in, and they're the same. And by the way, I saw a story of the follow-up that the same guy has been taping this guy. There's one guy in this bagel shop who rolls the tape
2: every time he comes in. Every
1: time he comes in, and it's a guy who has a short man issue. A they're calling him Napoleon Bagel Part, <laughs> because he's a short guy who is upset that tall women don't appreciate short guys. And while he's getting a bagel with a little extra schmear on it, he goes ballistic. Let's go to the tape. This hold is on, picked up. Hold
2: on a second. So you mean to say? He's an angry elf.
1: He is an angry Well, again, see, that's, it's funny. It's funny to me, too, as Alan Iverson once said. The
2: only reason I kind of giggle is because of that scene funny from Elf. Too.
1: Yeah, I know but, that. People are putting all kinds of memes on there. I get it. That's what we do on Twitter. But in That's reality, why God invented Twitter.
2: In reality, this is actually kind of sad that there's somebody out there that is holding on to this much pain. Well,
1: short guys, you know, then and there's, uh, tall women have the same issue, except they don't go into bagel places and go crazy about they can't meet a tall guy and all guys are
2: short. But he, let's... Before, for those rare people who have not seen this video again, and if... So he, now it's
1: already picked up in progress. Right. He's at... The counter
0: the great why is it okay for women to say, Oh, you're five feet on dating sites? You should be dead. That's okay. Who said that to you here? Nobody. The women in general have said it on dating sites. You think I'm making that shit up? Yeah. Everywhere I go, I get the same fucking smirk with the biting lip. Shut your mouth! You're not God or my father, or my boss. You want to step outside? Hey. You want to step outside? Huh? Hey. I'm not scared pal. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. You shut up, dude. You just shut up. the fuck Look, up. Go ahead and attack me. Oh my god! Oh, I, just <laughs> I just wanted bagels. I recorded the whole thing. Right
1: there he goes. Down goes Bagel Man. Now the good thing about the guy with the blue shirt that jumped him—he didn't beat him up. He didn't. He just brought it, basically brought him down to the floor. Right. And then the guy got up and went out.
2: <sighs> but, I mean, this is like... I just feel kind of sad for him.
1: It is. I mean, this guy obviously has serious mental issues. So that's why it's hard to laugh at that. It's funny when you look at it. To be honest, guy going off in a bagel shop about... Because on dating sites, women lie about their height. And they don't, when a guy puts his real height in there and he's not five seven or above... They're like, hey, what's going on here? I mean, short people are—you know—there's insecurities looking uh, short. Yeah. There's a whole short people. Remember that song? Yeah. Short people have, and that was—and uh, that was uh, people laughed at that song. Now they're not. They wouldn't be laughing at that song now, right? Short people.
2: No, I think now it would be considered. Uh... You're, you're, it's Randy Newman. I have it right here, Tony.
1: Play because it. it's it's, a, it's legendary, and Randy Newman's great. He did "I Love L.A." a lot of great songs, but this was a hit song on
2: well, the radio. And I think that he wrote it because he's a short person. Yeah, it's 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 not
1: it's not picking on short people, but nowadays anything that seems like it's being somebody's being picked on, they're being picked Don't on. Be okay. we got no reason.
2: Short now, while this is playing in the background, let yes. me give you—I I have the TMZ information about the this the entire. Guy? So, Chris Morgan is the guy that has the YouTube channel. Okay. Um, so this is what they say. The videos come from the YouTube channel of Chris Morgan, who is presumably the five-foot-tall man from the bagel shop. But unlike the viral video, they are all selfie vids he's angrily narrating. In several of them, the people he is accosting and filming call him Chris. So, so this,
1: is, this is a scam? Um,
2: see, the, when I remember... Because,
1: you know, there's that guy Vic Benedetto, who's an Italian comedian up yeah. in North Jersey in New York. And he does all of these. I'm angry videos, and he's in his car, and he's hilarious. But it's all a spoof. It's all a joke. See,
2: remember when I saw it? I told you. I said at first I thought it was a setup. That that I was like, but then you were like, well, nah, no, because, because there, people
1: are using profanity. I mean, do you know that you think all those people around are in on the act? Because the one woman saying, "I got it on tape," because he was yelling yeah, see, at her about what, what they think? do on dating sites. I think
2: it's it's it's. He goes in there with one or two other people. And he starts doing these bizarre rants Um, on TMZ here. It says, another bizarre and disturbing video from December. The man accuses a woman of cursing in front of her child and cutting in front of him to use the bathroom at a store. He looks like things get physical, and she accuses him of putting his hands on her, and he yells that she slapped his phone. The woman is referred to as Ghetto Hood Rat in the video title, and he yelled at her. And there are many more videos on this channel. So that channel. he posts with him yes. in it doing that and same they, kind of silly it, stuff? It includes him doing uh, th- th- this particular guy using homophobic slurs and being racist and sexist, calling the cops on his neighbors. So I think that this is this is all a setup. This is him purposefully doing these things. Okay.
1: Well, everybody, if everybody was in it, it was good acting.
2: Yeah, well, I guess... Because I
1: don't know why the woman... The woman couldn't have been in on the act behind
2: him. Maybe, or maybe, maybe he's he's hoping that people are going to react that way.
1: You know, in this day and age, somebody could pull a gun on the guy and shoot him. Is he, he nuts? Because to me, he looks like a demented guy. In fact, what I saw, you know who posted it first when I saw it? Was one of my favorite accounts now, who's now following me. Rex Chapman, the former NBA great. Rex Chapman, that's all he does on Twitter now. He's brilliant. He just posts all these crazy videos and gets people to respond. Oh, is
2: he? He's the one that does the. Uh, he um, does,
1: a, you know, he does NBA things, right? But based on like cars hitting people. Yeah, and, I saw uh, call, wh- charge or foul. You know, yeah, charge or...
2: <laughs> I saw a charge or foul one on. <laughs> no, it's called block.
1: Mo- block or or, f- or charge. Yes,
2: and there was a there was one today of somebody pushing a guy who then got hit by a car.
1: Yeah, he finds all these crazy yeah. video block or charge. He calls it. Block, or not Rex Hudler, no. We know Rex Hudler, too, who's now in the Midwest somewhere. He was with the Angels, played with the Phillies, played for a bunch of teams, broadcaster. And I don't know where he is, but he's not with the, he was with, was with the Angel broadcast team for a long, long time, Rex Hudler. But anyway.
2: So I think my gut reaction, my initial gut reaction that this was a fake thing was correct then. That's,
1: so it is. So yeah. the guy, it's all staged. To get clicks.
2: So now I don't feel sorry at all. No, I at don't. At if the
1: guy's doing that kind of stuff, and listen, people do stuff to get clicks. Everybody's got a website where they're trying to drive traffic. I get that. That's how you make money these days. We don't use clickbait on our site. I repost videos of other people, give them credit for it. But that's but this other guy, this Vic De Benedetto guy. Uh huh. You've seen him, right? Some of his bits look funny. I have
2: breaking news, Tony. Bruno. We have breaking
1: news already on the show.
2: Twitter is down. No. Oh, how
1: are we going to survive the rest of today? I don't know. Is but, this another cloud burst, cloud share, God. cloud something?
2: Thank God. Twitch is not down today. They, Cloudy they, they, weather. I found out, by the way, that the last two times, so it was uh, a couple days ago and then yesterday, where we had a little tiny blip in the Twitch stream. Blip. It was something... Twitch Central, I think that they were going through some growing pains, and it was across the board. It wasn't just us; um, everybody that was streaming at that. Well, moment every
1: day to... there seems to be Instagrams down, Facebooks down, Twitter's down. We're not. We're not down.
2: D. Conrad in Vegas says that the bagel guy is a cornhole champion. Is he really?
1: I don't know. Anyway, they, 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 he uh, he's had over six million views on that, so he's obviously benefiting it somehow. Yes. So there, like... there's another. There's Vic the Benedetto guy. He does stuff sitting. The one thing he did that wasn't funny, the, the first time I ever saw this guy, he was in his car yelling about sports. So that's why I watched it. And it was some funny stuff. Because you think he's gonna—he's a calm, cool, and collected, and then he goes off.
2: And then he goes off. And, you and know, then something an entire, goes terribly, No, but you can tell. He's,
1: but he's, we know he's a comic. He's a comic. So that's what he does. And so that's part of his dick. His stick, Not dick.
2: That's part of his dick. Well,
1: maybe he does whip his dick out. I don't know.
2: Excuse me while I whip this out.
1: out. Yeah. Excuse me while I whip this out. Wow, wow,
0: wow, wow, wow.
1: So, anyway, this Nick guy, and then he does his other video. He walks out of his house, saw this last week, and his wife is standing there like a statue, and he's looking for, and he doesn't see his wife. I mean, that's, come on, Vic. Come on, man. I know it's hard to do bits. We try to do bits on the show, but we you know, we don't use props. and. But that one wasn't Tony, funny.
2: Tony's horrible at doing bits. No, if, you...
1: I, if I record one, and I, I've done a lot of recorded oh, yeah, bits yeah, yeah, that are yeah. funny, but if I like have write a joke down or I don't write a joke down and I Bad. think of a joke, I can't remember it. That's why I can't do stand-up. Now, I could probably do stand-up and just do stream-of-consciousness crap, but as far as having a prepared bit... Dean says Twitter's down. I better sell my shares.
2: Yeah, I which which is. I hope it's not
1: because of the NIPS uh, the nip slip pics that are up there.
2: What's really unfortunate is that a lot of the stories that I have saved are all videos that I can find on Twitter. So hmm, now what? Hopefully, it'll come back. Yeah, it's
1: an interesting interesting part by Bartco Twenty Four. Isn't Trump having a social media conference today? Twitter and Facebook were not invited. Uh-huh. Could this be?
2: Well, no. Could it be? If they weren't invited, then they would want to do stuff on their own. They wouldn't. No, just go because
1: the, I, if you want to be a conspiracy theorist, okay, which I am not, as you well know, Ron, no. But if you want to think Q and all these conspiracy people and looking into things that that are just weird, weird stuff, it's possible. Just think of it. Apparently they like all these conservative tweeters people who are claiming that they're they're and a lot of them have proof yeah. that Twitter is censoring their content. Absolutely. And Twitter I has mean, been, you, and Twitter's you been exposed Twitter's been exposed. Facebook's been exposed. You know, they're, they're they they claim to be the public square for people to go in there and express different beliefs. Right. But they obviously censor beliefs that they don't agree with. That's what they do. And so there's a lot of calls to, to do uh, you know, to to, to put some sort of government control and I hate government control over stuff. But if these people are doing things and they're silencing free speech, then you can't really be you can't profess yourself to be a free speech open forum community
2: bulletin board. Let's just take like Google, for example. Mm -hmm. Google is now so much bigger than any other search engine out there. They control so much of the internet that, in effect, they are a monopoly. And we have rules in this country regarding monopolies. And because they are a monopoly, if if, if everybody's supposed to utilize it and access it freely without any kind of intervention, mm-hmm. then they cannot set their own rules.
1: No, they have you hooked because they're giving you free stuff yeah. So you go on and use their services, mm-hmm. and you say, "Well, I don't have to pay for it. I don't yeah. have to pay for Gmail. I don't have to pay for Google searches. I don't have to pay for Twitter. I don't have to pay for Facebook." Mm-hmm. But they're, they're, you know, they're they're taking your data, right? And everybody knows this. This isn't breaking right. news. Well, and I mean,
2: here's the thing. Like, yeah, we might agree with some of the actions that Google takes. Where they're taking somebody off, where they're they're not making them top of the search, they're 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 like pushing certain things and making other things not as accessible or harder to find. But what if you don't agree with it, and then all of a sudden there comes a time where they then control everything that we see. So you you if we really believe in free speech, we have to stand up for everything.
1: Exactly. Nobody. Uh, no. Well. AJ Marcus is why nobody uses uh, Yahoo or Ask Jeeves anymore. Actually, Ask Jeeves God. became something. No, somebody bought Ask Jeeves, and you know, it was the butler would give you the answers. I, know. I remember that. was them. a search engine. And they changed it. Is they, they, it
2: Bing now? Is Bing is Ask I don't Jeeves not part of Bing?
1: Ask Jeeves was bought out, whoever owned it, yeah. and then they turned it into something else. By the way, breaking news from Bob and Valley Forge, and this is important to many of our listeners because this is primarily what they do when they're not listening to the show. Breaking news, Pornhub is still up and running, though. Well, so thank
2: God So if for you that. need
1: your porn in the afternoon or love in the afternoon, Bing is MSN, but uh, but Ask Jeeves.
2: Oh, it just became Ask.com? Okay.
1: It became Ask.com, not Ask.com. Yeah, that's a, that's totally a totally different site.
2: Don't accidentally because, go there. Because you
1: know, I get the, the whole premise of Ask Jeeves. Yeah. You know, he's the butler. Oh, yeah. And you're asking Jeeves. But then a lot of people are like, Jeeves, who the hell has a butler? Not even Jimmy Butler has a butler. But
2: everybody wants one, maybe. Of course.
1: I can't even get anybody to, to vacuum the carpets in there. We don't even have any carpets. <laughs> I
2: was going to say, we don't have any carpets.
1: Ask.com. Hey. There is a site, actually. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Gee, I'm shocked. <laughs>
2: Shocking. Ask
1: Cheese? No, that's another site entirely.
2: Now, Tony, you were saying that if you have a prepared um, joke, that yes. you usually can't say it correctly. I'm also the same way, oftentimes. I'll hear a
1: great joke, and then if I don't write it down when I try to re-deliver it,
2: But we have a, a story from Arizona... That immediately you and I both, as soon as we saw the photograph, we were like, that reminds me of a joke.
1: No, ask.com is not where you sign up for cornhole tournaments. Thank you very much, uh, Bert and Gus. That's pretty
2: good. <laughs> Tony, do you remember the joke?
1: Uh, which one? Oh, yeah, I know this joke because I use it all the time. Yes, you do. And I never forget this joke. We have an Arizona update. Yes, we do. Oh, you know what I have to have ready for this, Robin.
2: What do you have? Arizona. Da 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 da. No. Is no, that no, the one?
1: Yeah. You know who that's from, right? Not Paul. That's from Paul Revere and the Raiders, not the Guess Who and all these other groups or. No, that's Brown Eyed Girl, Robin. Okay. Where's that coming from? It's from your. How is that playing on my thing? I don't know, Tony Bruno. But I didn't pull up Van Morrison. Okay. I'm looking for. Uh, Arizona. What's his name? Ray, uh, the guy, from, there was a lead singer. Mark of Paul Re- Lindsay? Mark Lindsay, lead singer of Paul Revere and the Raiders. Raiders, Not the Oakland Raiders or the Las Vegas Raiders. We used to play this all the time when we I did know. Arizona updates. Anything
2: Arizona based.
1: It's a great song, too. Okay,
2: now, so now tell the joke, Tony, and then I'll do the update. Let's see if you can get it right. Let me hear a little Mark Lindsay first, though. She must have this is vamping been because he's trying to remember the joke.
1: No, I just want to, I just, you <laughs> can't just play a song for 10 seconds. I know who Mark Lindsay is. He's the lead singer of Paul Revere and the Raiders. Come on, man. But we would have
0: All you can do is laugh at her. Doesn't anybody learn how to pray? Arizona. Take off your rainbow shades.
1: Arizona. What do you get in Arizona? Other than the dry heat and the haboobs in the middle of the summer when they have the haboob yeah, season. Yes. And these are not the haboobs that you like to look at. No, they're not. These are the haboobs that close your they damn will, eyes yeah, up real they, bad. They'll
2: blind you literally. And you know
1: Robin and I love Arizona. She lived there for many years. I go there a million times. I've been there. I love to be one with the with the desert. The high desert, yeah. the low desert. But the other thing that you see in Arizona a lot of No, not that cactuses or cacti. Cacti. A big ass cacti.
2: And there's not a just a
1: little cacti. The big ass ones. And oh, you know what yeah. And you know what the difference is between a cactus and a Porsche, Robin. Do you know what the difference is?
2: Yes, I do, Tony. Let me Bruno. see if the
1: people can figure this one out out there before we go to the actual update.
2: What is the difference between a cactus and a Porsche? And a Porsche.
1: I'm going to give the audience just a little bit of time to think that one over. I'm going to give you 30 seconds.
2: Oh, we already have FML Tony got it right away.
1: Well, that's why he's FML Tony. The difference is... No, Paul Revere didn't sign with the Raiders. This is not a woge bomb. The, The difference is, on the Porsche, the pricks are on the inside.
2: Or vice, or the cactus on the cactus, the pricks yes, are on the but outside. Yeah, the joke is, right. what's, what's
1: the difference between a Porsche well, and, a ca- and a and a uh, what do you call
2: it? Yes, and a, and a Porsche. porcupine.
1: Right, a porcupine and a Porsche. Right, the same thing. What's the difference between a cactus?
2: Well, in this particular and a case car. in Arizona, in a, a, it was a car versus cactus crash in Tucson. Yes, hello. And the pricks are both on the outside and, and the, the inside. In
1: this particular situation, in the situation room,
2: and unbelievably, <laughs> nobody was hurt. How did the guy in, in the car? Situation. I'm assuming
1: it was a man, right, driving,
2: um, and there was an
1: accident. And if you look at the picture, I mean, this is a big saguaro.
2: Oh, this is a huge. Saguaro. And- so where are you going, bro? So where are you going?
1: <laughs> I love the big sororos. When You drive through the desert yeah. and you see these monsters. And they've, they've been around for hundreds of years. The so, big-ass Saguaro's. So this,
2: this doesn't look like a Porsche, though. It's a, I think it's a Toyota. Yeah, it's a
1: Toyota. Toyota. I, but but to, people who drive Toyotas aren't pricks entire, like this. The
2: entire, for those of you who aren't seeing this right now, it, I I do have the photograph up here, but the the uh, entire front windshield has been smashed. There is a huge Saguaro that is And this is not one with the big,
1: uh, that look like a moose where they have the side. Thing. This well, is it like could a, have been at one time. No, I don't think so. I think this is one of those straight stand-up one? ones. Yeah. The ones that don't have the stuff. Because the older ones that you see in the middle of the desert, when you're driving up towards Sedona, and you pass all the saguaros all over the place, Mm -hmm. and they're big, and they're massive, and they're protected, because people want to go out there, you know, and...
2: Well, this is what happened, apparently. According to the officer on the scene, the driver crossed the median... And ran right into the cactus that was on a street, um, like right in the mi- the middle. You know they have the, yeah, those, it's those, in the median. Yeah. So he
1: he was in an accident. But what happened is he drove up onto that median where the saguaro are in a lot of streets in Arizona, and that's how he hit it. And it went right through his windshield. And
2: amazingly, nobody was hurt. There well, was well, the somebody... cactus I think was. A, I don't think the cactus was <laughs> There was, was, a, make there was a, it. a there was a person in the driver's seat and the passenger. No seat. way. Yes. If and you he, see
1: this picture, if you haven't seen it. The fact that nobody was injured and there were two people in the front seat? It's and this is a massive swarrow. Yeah, I is, mean, it's
2: huge. This is not just like one of those little teeny cacti that you buy at the grocery store. These suckers are a humongous big yo. And um, it somehow or another, when they crashed, it was right in the middle. And so both the passenger and the driver were unhurt. It's incredible. It is incredible. It is incredible. Jesus. So, all of that, so that we could tell that stupid joke.
1: <laughs> it wasn't a prickly pear, though, Robin. It wasn't no. a prickly pear. No. Um, speaking of cactuses, I got a. Cacti? Uh, cacti or cactuses? No. Or cactus Jack. No. no,
2: it's cacti. I know. get what it, is. it right. I Tony know what it Bruno. is, Robin.
1: I'm a cactus expert. My buddy, I'm Cactus Jack, the DJ, is one of my buddies. But speaking of outrages and cacti, I got a rip. My boy Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul. Oh. Did you see what they pulled <laughs> yes. on the fans? I don't think they were trying to scam anybody. No,
2: no, no, but they were utilizing the fandom and exactly. This, the. Exactly.
1: The they were teasing that they were going to have some collaboration. You know, I'm a big Breaking Bad fan, obviously, because people thought I looked like Brian Heisenberg. So they, they announced that they're going to, they're hinting that they're going to be working together again. And people think, oh, they're gonna, there's going to be a Breaking Bad movie.
2: Yeah, I can't even pull up the article anymore because it was on Twitter. I have the story. Okay, so they tease out that the, the, he and
1: Aaron Paul, who haven't worked together in a long time, are going to get together again, and so the speculation runs rampant. There are people racing. Oh, this is going to be a next fi- flick. Is it going to be a Netflix, a Hulu, or are there 72 other pay-for streaming services? Well, what they
2: did is they, was, they they were tweeting out, both of them were tweeting out pictures of the two of them together with, like, coming soon. Exactly. Like, all this stuff. And so
1: everybody's getting excited. And then something went terribly, terribly wrong or right, depending on how you look at it. Instead of it being a movie, a Breaking Bad movie... I was
2: able to pull it up on something other than Twitter, so I'm going to... F- Show some of the photographs that they were posting. Yeah,
1: and again, posting. you know, Breaking Bad, one of the greatest shows of all time. You can argue where it is. But the bottom line is what they did. I don't want to say it's bait and switch.
2: It's kind of bait and I'm switch. I'm saying it's called or You
1: Let People Down. I mean, it's called You're Not a Fraud. I'm not going to call them frauds. I'm saying you tease something to get the attention of all the fans. And then when you broke the news, it was like, oh, that's what it is. Yeah.
2: So, well, I think so what would you call here's that? the problem. It's actually great marketing. Absolutely, it's great it is great marketing. The problem, the thing that they did not take into account is that people want a reunion of Breaking Bad, a continuation of. It can't Breaking be bad. a
1: reunion. It could be a movie but, based like, on the original. But they want that They're so
2: dead. bad yes. that anything else but that is a disappointment. And I don't think that they were counting on that. I think that they were thinking that people would just be excited that they were doing something together and that it's... Because other, if it hadn't been for that, if it hadn't been for the fact that the, that people want it so badly, people would be all like, oh, this is so cool. They're doing this tequila together. Which is, That's by what the way, it is. Yes.
1: So it's basically they're coming. It's not a tequila. It's a mezcal. A mezcal.
2: It's called Dos Hombres.
1: Dos Hombres, which means to do bros. Yes. Dos and- Hombres.
2: And the reason why they called it that is because they were two guys on a quest to find themselves. And, and they found
1: Mezcal in the desert yes. when they ran into a cactus with their oh, Nissan, whatever the car was. It got banged up.
2: And uh, so they Can you say, plug,
1: turn up my cactus jack in the background? Oh, okay. Up? Give me a little cactus
2: So the... Um, This is what they said, that three years ago they were sitting in a sushi bar in New York talking about life and what could possibly go down the road to to do together. We had time of our lives while shooting Breaking Bad and truly built a special bond. Knowing that we couldn't share the screen for quite a while, our thoughts turned to a new project. We sipped cocktails and thought about what it should be. The younger one looked at his drink and said, you know what we should do? We should do a really special mezcal. The older one said, you mean... The liquor with a worm at the bottom?
1: Yes. That's mezcal. That's not tequila.
2: Yeah. That is how it started,
1: folks. So basically, Heisenberg went from getting you high on meth to getting you drunk on mezcal. Correct. He knew that people were, they needed a fix, as they would say in many of the songs or in many of the episodes. Toit, 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 toit. So there you have it. There you have it. Are you it. disappointed? What would you call that? Blasphemy.
2: I am not disappointed because I never thought that there was any way. Why that not? Why would
1: wouldn't do- you? You can do a movie. See, even though it's over and he dies, for though I don't want to spoil it, but Heisenberg dies in the last episode. Right. So he's not coming back. This isn't. This isn't the stupid uh, Game of Thrones where people die and then they come back. This is
2: the way. This is the reason why it made no sense. The series was already perfect.
1: Yeah, but but people want more, and you so can't reboot they, it because he's dead. Exactly. So then you can make a movie of it and do like a prequel to what happened.
2: The, we already saw a prequel kind Robin, of stuff. How and many
1: movies do they do? Pre- better, Star Wars has fifty thousand prequels, and, and they keep making more. You know and, why? Because fans want to see this shit.
2: And better call, better call Saul. So, was kind of a prequel anyway because it had a lot of the same characters. Yeah, but but, and was t- but Heisenberg's
1: not in there because he's dead, and Heisenberg no, was the it, it main actually, character. There
2: were there Heisenberg and Aaron Paul, the, the the two characters were kind of the outskirts and were referenced and so you kind of saw how everything was building up and became that
1: you're wrong, so, Robin, you're uh, wrong again.
2: No I'm not you're I am wrong. Right. And Dean is saying he is not dead. Ridiculous. That's the only way that they could do it is that in in that Heisenberg didn't really die.
1: You know, and Gus Fring, who we met, the yeah. great actor. Yeah. We met a lot of the actors from Breaking Bad because uh, we've gone to a lot of events.
2: Carlos Esposito. Esposito.
1: John Carlo Esposito. John Carlo, yeah. Come John, on,
2: Robin. Sorry, John Carlos
1: Esposito. Phenomenal actor. Yeah, he dies, but he's he's in other things now. <laughs> now because the prequel is Better Call Saul is a prequel where where mm-hmm. Gus Fring is alive right. before he became correct a, a, a guy who was running now the lo- local. People are arguing. People are arguing
2: whether Heisenberg was really dead or not. Of course, he was dead. Uh, Ekt eighty seven fifty says he's dead. Dean says he's not dead. C- C- the only thing that's dead is this. And then Dean's de- brain is he dead. Was, he was moving when Jesse was there and and left. So the only way that it could continue is if Heisenberg somehow survived that they left it just enough of a question. Robin, he's dead.
1: Heisenberg is dead.
2: I agree, but that would be the only way a movie could Unless you come sense.
1: back and do like Dallas did and make it a dream sequence. It was really just a dream. But you know what I want? He bled out. Is exactly right. I want to get... I got to go buy this weekend a... Because we don't have a garage door any I want to buy a garage door opener and fashion in the trunk of a, of a car... A that a Gatling r- rotating gun? machine gun thing.
2: That was, that so was you your th- version of a Gatling Gun.
1: I know. I, I That was the greatest way to wipe everybody out. And again, I hate to blow the ending for you. If you haven't seen Breaking Bad by now, I'm sorry. You're not going <laughs> to. You're going to love the ending, man.
2: If you haven't seen it by now, you're probably not going to, because you'd have to sit through however many seasons it is. But uh, it is a fan. I am not... Both Tony and I were really funny, because when we heard... <laughs> Everybody mentioning it. Oh, you have to see it. You look exactly like this guy who plays Heisenberg. Yep. That's why I started watching it. Tony knows Brian Cranston and he's like, I don't look like him. What are you talking about? And then we were curious. So we started watching it and then we got completely hooked. Yeah. And then that's when
1: that's the last time I did a binge watch.
2: Well, neither. Because I
1: had to be caught up on it to know what was going on.
2: Neither you or I were interested when we heard the premise of the story, we were interested in watching a show about meth drug dealing that just was sounded not appealing at all but it was so much more it was so much more
1: yeah i never because I, I never wanted to watch it because i heard it was a show about making meth i'm like why do i want to watch that but it's not a show about making meth
2: aj <laughs> marcos he's dead and he's hosting tony bruno live
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm not going to ruin the last scene of the sopranos where his the meadow his daughter can't Parallel Park. Yeah. I see that every day in South Philly. Yeah, That was the worst ending of all. And I never watched The Sopranos. Let me tell you that right now. I despise The Sopranos. I get the great acting involved, but it's just another mob show to me. And, I, and that whole genre of mobsters being cool and being heroes, they weren't heroes to me. None of them are. They're all dirtbags. So if you want to glamorize dirtbag mafioso bastards, go right ahead. I don't care if they were actors. A lot of the guys in those shows are actually mafioso guys who turned into actors. Yeah. Because they they realized they weren't doing it. The mob is dead, so to speak. The the local mobsters now are just a bunch of shatrules that can't even shoot each other. Talk about the gang that couldn't shoot straight.
2: God, I love that word.
1: Shatrules. It's hard to say, too.
2: But It's easy
1: for me. Anyway, enough about that stuff. Now, let me get to the, because uh, it's still the middle of summer, Robin. It's July 11. Yes, it is. 7-Eleven day. you going to have
2: to give me a little extra time because I have to now find <laughs> some of these stories outside of Twitter since Twitter is still down.
1: Wait a minute. Somebody just, uh, the great Burton and Gus, TB quote of the day, 7-Eleven, 2019, dirtbag mafioso bastards. That's equivalent to Frank Rizzo calling a guy a lush crumb bum. You're a lush, I know a lush when I see one, and you're a
2: lush. Now, now Dean is not ready to give this up, Tony. He is insisting, he's now sent you a photograph on your phone, and he says, damn it, Tony, look at your phone. I just sent you the last scene.
1: What's a still picture going to show me? What's a still picture going to show me of Heisenberg bleeding out?
2: He doesn't want to give up. He doesn't want to... The implication... The implication and all the signs pointed towards him being dead. Of course he was dead. But you know that if they really, 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 really wanted to and they wanted to do a movie, they would somehow make it that he hadn't really...
1: Look at done. the X-Files. It was supposed to be over and they keep bringing it uh, back. Yeah. You know why? Because the fans... I love it. I love the X-Files. So now I'm watching... Even though a lot of the new seats, a lot of the new shows didn't make any sense, I still watched them. There was a, there was a movie...
2: Here, you give it to me, and I'll. Pull I can it up.
1: find it, Robin, and talk at the same time. I'm not Great. that incompetent.
2: Well, you have a hard time doing two right things here. at the same time.
1: Got it right here. Oh, uh, there he is. His eyes are open. Yeah, there's a still shot of Heisenberg.
2: Well, don't you know that sometimes people die with their eyes open? Yes, didn't you ever Hello? see the,
1: the Westerns and then somebody comes over and puts Closes. their eyelids down?
2: And that is actually, that that's a real physiological thing. Yes. That uh, the eyes, oftentimes, even if they were closed before, in the last twitches of death, there's all these uh, e- electrical nerve sense things going on that the eyes will pop open kind of creepy and uh they have to be forced shut that is oftentimes why in mortuaries the mortician will have to sew the eyelids oh
1: robin never you have to get all maudlin now
2: again just science i'm giving you science I'm, i'm telling dean why he's probably dead
1: he is dead
2: oh electrochemical thank you
1: I had some of that the other night. It's pretty good. Meanwhile, let me get to the shark thing. I might thing.
2: not know the exact terminology, but I know my shit.
1: Let me get back <laughs> to the, shark, to the uh, shark scares now. Of course, Shark Week's coming up. And by the way, a guy that I know and I love, he is now in every single television show ever made to man. We're talking about, all the time we always talk about actors that are in every movie. Like The Rock's got a million movies out. Uh... You name the actors. Same actors in every movie. Yeah. Liam Neeson's in every movie about getting revenge now. He's the revenge guy. But Anthony Anderson, who I love and have met. I I worked with him at the Best Damn Sports Show. We met him at a carnival one year where he was doing a show about carnival
2: food. Right.
1: Remember? Yes. And now he's everywhere. And again, that's great. He's hosting shows. He's on this Shark Week special. Did you see the promo for it? It's Anthony Anderson another dude, and uh, Joel McHale are on this raft in the middle of a beautiful ocean somewhere, and there's sharks all underneath them, and they go crazy. And they, he's hosting every game show on television. He's got all these shows. Good for him. It wasn't uh, Bob from Valley Force. I'd rather go to an Eyes Wide Shut party. Well, who has it? But anyway, speaking about sharks. So Shark Week's coming up. My kids have been watching it growing up. My kids grew up watching Shark Week. That's how long it's been around. And every year they do different things because it can't be the same boring, oh, here's a shark, and look, it's a great white, and look, he just grabbed a piece of meat out of the air, and look how big that shark is, and now I'm going to get in a cage, and I'm going to get in a shark cage.
2: Tony, that was just on Twitter, and I can't pull it up because Twitter's down. So you can talk about it. I'm just telling you I can't have the video for you.
1: What video is that, Robin?
2: If you're talking about... Oh, bar- you don't have the... You don't have the uh, it's only on Twitter. It's, oh, a, vid- it's, a, it, it's oh, a video that I know. It works better
1: with the video. Anyway, it's, it's somewhere. I don't know. even know. I think it's up in Massachusetts. It, it Barstool posted a video of a calm ocean somewhere. Yes. And there's no waves, so it's pretty flat water. And then all of a sudden, you see the, the normal wave. Yes. Becomes, you see the fin. Well, you
2: see the fin. But Papa. it's not
1: a big fin. That's, that's my first hint. Because I know Sharks, Robin. Not the Jets. I was part, of, I was always one of the Jets and the Sharks. Who was your favorite now in West Side Story? Were you a Shark? Because once you're a Jet, you're a Jet all the way until they draft another quarterback and suck the rest of the yeah. way.
2: Well, the Sharks were better dancers.
1: <laughs> Than the Jets? <laughs> well, the Jets have been disappointing their fans since 1969, you know, uh, sh- 1970. The Sharks
2: right? had really fun music. You know, they had a little rhythm.
1: Da-da-da-da. Now I'm, you know what I have to play now, right, Robin? Okay,
2: just tell me and I'll play. West Side
1: play it. Story, come on. You know, I hate musicals. Not the San Jose sharks, no. No. Not the land sharks. So, Barstool posts this video of this beautiful, tranquil ocean somewhere, mm-hmm. and then there's a big fin. And obviously, they didn't shoot it. Somebody shot it, and then they put it on the internet. That's what they do. And then they get zoom in, and as they get closer. You see that it's a gigantic creature. And the caption on it was... That's why I don't go in the water. Something along yeah. those lines. Now you know why I don't go in the water. And, I, and I, I wrote back to him. I said, dude, come on, man. To quote Joe Biden, come on, man. Didn't ESPN do a segment? Come on, man. It was Chris Carter, I think, did that. Come on, man. That is not a, a, a man-eating shark.
5: When you're a jet, you're a jet all the way
1: from from your your first cigarette cigarette to your last dying day.
0: When you're a jet, if the spit hits the fan, you got brothers around, you're a family man. You're never alone.
1: Where's Mark Sanchez in this? Is he in this uh, version?
0: You're home with your
5: own. When companies expect it, you're well protected. Then you are set with a capital J, which you'll never forget till they cart you away.
1: When you're a jet... You suck idiot. all day. J E T S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Now I know Tony. Like
2: so. <laughs> oh wait, he, something about Tony. Did you hear that?
1: Yeah, Tony was the leader.
2: Yeah, every so anyway,
1: greaseball gang had a, a had guy a Tony. named Tony. <laughs> Anna and I'm Maria. Maria.
2: And that's how come, I just met and that's how the sharks were like, they were so, they, they had better rhythm, better music, better all that.
1: And that's why we're doing, and we resume our shark update.
2: Yes. <laughs> oh, really? So, you have a problem because Barstool I have a problem because it,
1: they're scaring people they're again. They're Exactly. Although, they're not fishmongering. They're just, fearmongering.
2: Can I just tell you, I don't think Barstool would have had to have done anything. When you see something that large with a fin and it's th- it has that slow it's meandering. Not, uh, you,
1: from an instant, anybody who's ever seen has been to an aquarium. Has ever seen any movie about sharks or documentary or watched Shark Week one of the last 40 years that it's been on?
2: When you're in the water and you see a fin, even if it's a freaking dolphin, you panic at first. That's
1: nonsense. First of all, nobody's out in the water there where this shark was. It wasn't like right up on the beach like you see some of the overheads where you see sharks really close to the water. We've seen a lot of those this year. And those are sharks that will hurt people or kill you. Shit will kill you. So they show this video, and they're like, oh, my God, that's a great white. Well, and, I wrote, say, and I wrote, that's not a great white. I had to explain to people that that's not a great white shark.
2: What they said is that's enough ocean for, well, that's enough ocean for me this year. No, you found club. it now, so you have well, it? Well, I, I can't. You I can't just play have the, the video? I can't play the video. Let so me okay, see if I
1: can. I'm not ripping, but I'm having fun here. But the bottom line is you can't just scare everybody saying that you're not going to go in the water because it's sharks. First of all, you should stay out of the water if you're afraid of sharks. And if you're in the middle of the ocean on a small boat, you're up Shit's Creek anyway. And the only thing that that kind of a shark, which is a basking shark. Yes. Basking sharks, just like whale sharks, are enormous. But guess what? They don't eat. They don't eat people. They don't even eat fish. They are filter fit. They, they, they They have gigantic mouths. One guy's yelling at me, whoa, look at this. Whale sharks don't have pointy noses. No, it's not a whale shark. They're very similar. Whale sharks are the biggest shark, the biggest fish in the oh, yeah. ocean is a whale shark. But I've have, seen them.
2: They have the type of teeth that just like a whale, they have that sieves. It's like a big old sieve. Yeah,
1: they're basically filtering plankton and krill. And all the other stuff, which is plentiful in the oceans. So they're filter feeders. They're not eating large, they're eating large quantities of krill, but they're not chewing on people's arms. And in fact, if you go online, you'll see many videos of divers swimming with, with these enormous right. whale sharks. And, and the thing about basking sharks is they haven't been around for a long time. So they're making a comeback, too. Basking sharks hadn't been seen in 50 years in many countries. Now all of a sudden, so that's a good sign. Yes, you know we means- talk about all these fish being being uh, depleted, and the tuna and the whales. The bottom line is, the great whites are coming back too, just like the bald eagle. Mm-hmm. Remember, the bald eagles were almost extinct. Yes. Now there's gazillions of bald eagles now, Tony, everywhere.
2: Even though I did not find the video that they posted, right. I do have video of these large basking sharks so that you can see the reference. I've seen a
1: couple of basking whales on the beach, but hey, you know, the people need to get a suntan. Make sure you put sunscreen. If you're a basking whale and you're on the beach, make sure you use sunscreen.
2: So these are the basking sharks, and when you see, here's a photograph of the big open mouth. Yeah, they got a bigger
1: mouth. They have a bigger mouth than Bette Midler, for God's sake. I (laughs) I mean, it's unbelievable what's happening out
2: there. And they they feed on zooplankton or zooplankton. Yes.
1: Um, Not plankton from SpongeBob who is still trying to find, to this day, the Krabby Potty a, recipe, right? And rabbit. the reason
2: why you can tell the difference is that they have a weirder... They have this weird, like, bulbous nose. Yes. And uh, so there you have it. So, so Tony...
1: <laughs> Bigger mouth than Lisa. <laughs> so it's not a vegetarian. It's eating live matter, which are plankton, which are sea But creature. they don't
2: have teeth. It has right. to be all... And, that and just, so
1: if you've seen plankton, and you, you see if you swim in the ocean... You'll see Plankton floating around.
2: And you will see Plankton on our Twitch page, because that is one of the uh, little doohickeys, the widgets that pops up if you get. Give... Oh, we have Plankton on there? Yes.
1: I love Plankton, it by the way. And it is Plankton. It may be the most underrated like a, character. He like
2: does a little cheer, and then there's a little heart.
1: That's Plankton That's from pr- SpongeBob? Yes, it is. I didn't even see that one. Wow.
2: I believe... Is it for bits? I think it's for bits. So if you give us bits, then you, you can use pl- plankton. Well, I think if you donate bits, then we get a little plankton showing.
1: Not from Baskin Robbins. No, that's not the same kind of pla- That's not the same basking. It's Baskin Robbins, by the way. Uh, the biggest shark outrage is what the GM, Doug Wilson, is doing in San Jose this offseason. You know, it is an outrage.
2: It is an outrage. <laughs> okay, so Trevor from the 203, is give him us some bits. Let's Los see.
1: Lost Los tiborones. There he is. There's
2: Plankton. Oh, because, oh, I have something in front of it. Oh, Damn it, Robin. That's my bad. Hold on. Let's see if I can get rid of it fast enough. See, it's there he is. It's an outrage. there's I love plankton. plankton. He's cheering. See?
1: I don't see him. I just see, like, uh-huh. triangles. I just see, like, pyramids.
2: It's on the video. See, there he is. There he is again. Ta-da! That's Plankton. Oh, that
1: is Plankton. Did he find the Krabby Patty recipe yet? <sighs> so there's your education, your, your deep sea knowledge today from your captain,
2: <laughs> no, Captain I, Tony. Now I'm getting text messages from <laughs> Dean going, he's alive, bitches.
1: <laughs> okay. You know who's not going to be alive Like next time I come down to Dean? <laughs> you're you're going to be out there with plankton. You're going to be out there with the barstool guys out there looking for fish. People, would you get in the water with that? Yeah, I'd get in the water with a, with a whale shark. I'd get in the water with a basking shark. You know why? They're not going to hurt you. They're not going to bite you. They're not going to eat you. Not everything in the water is trying to eat you. You know what I'm saying?
2: Correct. You know what is in the water, or was in the water, that I love because he played Aquaman. Aquaman. Uh, you know I love me some Jason Momoa.
1: Jason Momoa had uh, he has a great drink. I had it the other night. A Momoa. <sighs> so we have a uh, uh, we have a Jason Momoa. Yeah, update. but now
2: I have to find it other than on Twitter. Um, so Jason Momoa shared a photograph, or somebody posted a photograph of him. Uh, recently where he's by the pool and oh my god he's so fine. Uh, but apparently he's got he's a dad
1: bod now, right? This is do so you think this guy just
2: works out all the time? This is what he's people, getting older. This is what people well one, he is a dad. two, he's a, off time he's not in the middle of a movie right now. And three, you call that a dad bod? Let me see it. Seriously? Give me that dad bod. Give me some dad bod. If that's what a dad bod it's is, a dad
1: bod. But it's a dad bod for a guy who's usually jacked up and then doesn't have to work out every single day to be Aquaman. It's not like the guy's ever flabby. He's right. It's not like it's not like a guy sitting there in his sixties with a big beard. He got.
2: still has the cut. Uh, what do you call those? Those right there. I used
1: to have those. Yeah, too. Used I love. have those Chicks dig that. Yeah, you know, know, many chicks that I've known have said that that's their favorite part of the oh, male it's anatomy. So sexy. Not the pecs. Not the ass. Not the thighs. It's that little uh, groove there. What's that thing called? I don't
2: know what it's called, but it's like...
1: The V. It's it's the the deep V. V.
2: It's It's like the
1: hull on my ship. Yeah. The deep V. You know what I'm saying? And it
2: points in the right direction.
1: Not Mike Mamula. No, No. that's not the same guy.
2: But, and last but not so, so (laughs) I was three. Everybody's saying that that's a dad, but number four, four, that's fat shaming, folks. Even if he were... Can you make the picture bigger? I could if I went over there and spent some time, Tony.
1: Because I, I can't see it closely. I know. There does he have flab? I mean, he doesn't have a six-pack anymore. What's no, the deal? No,
2: it's just he, he's, he's got some pecs. He's, he's just not Well, you know, norm- Guys who
1: have enormous pecs normally keep them even as they get older. They may get softer. You know, pecs are hard. You don't just go out and work out and get pecs. You either have to have the ability to have
2: pecs. Because
1: right. I used to do a lot of lifting mm-hmm. and I never got big pecs. I would always be you know, it would be, I would have you definition. Have you had definition. I don't have man boobs yet, and I should basically. Now,
2: you know what I'm saying? You know, I, see, the, this is my point. AJ Marco says, if that's a dad bod, then what the fuck do I have? <laughs> 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 uh, and he did spell it F A W K. That's exactly. how I like, pronounce like the, that. Uh, yeah. The
1: guy from the movie uh, The, the Fawkers. yes. Sir.
2: So, yeah, I people stop body shaming. The social media, stop body shaming people, whether they're male or female, and stop having these unrealistic expectations. If you are saying and you are commenting on this gorgeous hunk of person right there, that that is a dad bod, then everybody who doesn't live up to at least that is going to feel completely inadequate. And they shouldn't because Mm -hmm. they're fantastic.
1: We have tape of uh, Jason Momoa uh, commenting on what people think about his body right now. Oh, really? Yes.
2: You just drop in and just smack the lip, whoop-a, drop down, snap, ah! and then after that, you just drop in, just ride the bell and get pitted.
0: Pitted, brah.
2: Pitted, brah. You bro. get
1: bra- pitted, brah.
2: Doug Love McGregor that, says that I got a fupa and I'm proud of it. You're damn right. You, you can.
1: You can still good. You can get good pecs. But there are people who are who get pecs easily, mm-hmm. like they're born with the right. propensity. I mean, I could work out, but I'm not I'm never going to have like massive pecs. I'll get my shoulder will get bigger. I have
2: good pecs. Well, yeah, well,
1: they're not pecs. You know what I am mean? You know what I'm saying? Anyway, enough about that. So we covered the, we covered. We gave you the bagel guy. We gave you the bar stool. Uh, is misinforming and fear mongering and fish mongering. Yes. With the and I didn't even get to play baby shark today too. We haven't played enough shark music this year, Robin, and it's the middle of summer now. Do you realize that? It's July 11th,
2: and we haven't played any
1: damn Baby Shark songs.
2: No, we did. We did. We did. We did. When? We did the remix version of Baby Shark. Yeah,
1: but that's been months. We're in the middle of summer. Before you know it, summer's going to be gone. And I have to start playing those See You in September. the. uh, I want to thank you for giving me the most wonderful summer of my life. Remember that song?
2: I don't know, but here let me play the baby shark remix real yeah, quick. Give me
1: the remix. This is the metal remix, right? Yeah. Alright, we play this for Dean and all the metalheads out there.
2: Because it's actually better than the first I one. Like it's not it, really yeah. not bad. Wait a minute, this is not the heavy metal one. This is this a different one altogether? It's like a pop version.
1: No, this is the original. Yeah, where's the guy that does the rock version, right? What's
2: his name? Let me see if I can find that.
1: Yeah, the guy who does the metal version of all these kitty songs is the best. See, I can't look at it because I don't have the capability yet.
2: Does grandpa Leo shark? Moraccioli is his name.
1: Not Joe Caracciola, the green no. grocer who had L- your tip for the day. Leo
2: Moraccioli. Uh, can you play I that version now? I believe he might be Italian.
1: All right, can you play that version before I uh, jump out of my skin here?
2: I'm doing it. I'm doing it, Before Mr. I whip Bruno. out
1: my stinking uh, shark teeth? Here we go.
0: Shark the doo-doo, baby, Shark to doo doo-doo, baby, doo. Doo-doo, baby, shark, baby shark, shark mommy, shark to doo. mommy, to doo mommy, shark, doo-doo, doo-doo, mommy, shark, doo-doo, doo-doo, mommy shark. Daddy Shark doo the little daddy, suck
1: doo to the doo. daddy, Shark daddy,
0: doo to doo
5: daddy, to
2: doo daddy, That's the anger I want. You know who would who would have major dance moves to this? Oh. Snowball the parrot. Oh
1: yeah, absolutely. Now wait a minute, did you? We got a remix yesterday from the Swedish Chef yes, that we, we didn't did. play.
2: I, we need to play that. Thank you for I, reminding I me. I had to remind you,
1: Robin. You asked him to put it together, he whipped it up, went in the kitchen. No,
2: actually, we didn't ask him to put it together. He did it all on his own, and he did well, a fantastic we make, job. Well, whenever
1: we reference it, we need a remix. The Swedish chef is the guy that goes, he drops all of his Swedish tools. He he gets out of the kitchen, and he gets into his studio.
2: Okay, well, this is, we're doing a guitar solo here.
1: It's all right, we now, like that we, kind of stuff. For
2: those of you who don't remember... So let me let me pause for a second. What was that you were playing there? That's that's the beginning of it. So oh, okay. so we were talking about uh, turtles. No, what were we talking about? Oh no, the circle of life.
1: The circle of life because yesterday. Of the the um, and I had the Jim Beam
2: was killing off fish. Off the
1: fish, and I said that's part of the circle of yes. life, which which is mentioned in the Elton John version, right? The not in the original movie version of. Lion King. Right. Elton John did a radio version of it and in it he says the Wheel of Fortune.
2: Correct. And I didn't and,
1: and, and, and rob says, No, they don't he doesn't say Wheel I said, Yes. And then you played the original motion picture version of the Lion King right. where they don't say they don't. the and Wheel the, of Fortune. And
2: then you were insisting and I was like, Well, Tony, I'm looking at the lyrics right now. You have to be wrong. And boy was you Right. Was you right.
1: The Circle because of Life, baby. The
2: Elton John version has it on there, and then we were talking about the Circle of Life and the Sir- Wheel of Fortune. And without prompting, the fabulous Swedish chef sent- whipped
1: something up for us today, and it wasn't this. just your basic Swedish meatballs with the lingonberry sauce and the gravy. It was this masterpiece.
2: And I guess Swedish chef, 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 chef. <laughs> Swedish chef, 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 chef. chef. <laughs> so here we go. <laughs>
0: At NBC and Burbank, we had a a, a a place called Los Arcos across the street. So we would go, Ben and I would go across and have
6: two or three or six and then come and do the last shows and have trouble recognizing the alphabet.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, that's Zayjack and Ben <laughs> <Then> Alight. we arrive. Greg, <laughs> <the planet>.
3: right. <laughs> Ace of Kidneys.
0: And Linking Step in to the
3: sun. Superman and Spider-Woman.
2: banners ready, and here we go. Oh my god, that's awesome! Oh, I gotta give
1: him a roaring round of applause for that.
2: Roaring, roaring round of applause. You don't just
1: whip that up like you make a nice souffle, that's much harder than making any five course meal. To get into a studio Absolutely. and then find all of the ingredients necessary to put together a great wheel of fortune circle of life remix, Robin. That's phenomenal stuff on a sheet of Swedish chef.
2: Thank you, thank you, Swedish <laughs> chef, for being so creative. That is awesome.
1: I hope he cooks as well as he remixes.
2: I know. You know I haven't
1: seen the Swedish chef chef today.
2: No. Is he, he back in a- the kitchen? Yeah, he was just up there. Swedish oh, Chef.
1: Oh, there he is, circle of life. Thank yep. you, Swedish chef. Gonna meet that guy. We haven't met.
2: Thoroughbred one zero zero four. Has Tony ever been wrong at anything, Robin? Well, so yes,
1: I was yesterday, and I got ripped and I gave myself multiple. See, I'm one of these people. If I make a mistake. Oh yeah. Exactly. If I make a mistake, I'm the first to admit well, it.
2: That was perfectly timed. That is Barfy Man420 just subscribing. Thank you very much. Uh Barfy I'm, Man. Barfy Man420. And that is um we have kind of a, a, a theme going on here.
1: There's either a Sponge poop Bob. theme.
2: Well, that was SpongeBob doing "Oh yeah." Yeah, I
1: love SpongeBob. But I'm telling you, the the Plankton and you know how much I love SpongeBob, Robin. To me, it's the greatest animated. I know the Simpsons are great, but I'm talking about it was it's supposed to be a kid show, but it's really not. SpongeBob, and the same thing with the Simpsons. You know, they're not it's not they're not kid shows. They're so well written to reach an audience that kids can watch and not think anything wrong is with anything is wrong with it. Right. But also adults can get it, too. You know what I'm saying? So it's not strictly adult stuff like Adult Swim, which is right. just really just for cracked yeah, out, out people who are smoking dope and yeah. getting high at night and watching it. The Simpsons and SpongeBob are next-level thinking.
2: I do love the cartoons where... And and I know that Disney... No, is it Disney? or No, what's the other one? Uh, not Disney. Warner uh,
1: Brothers, Hanna-Barbera. No, I mean,
2: the more recent movies where they make animated movies that appeal to, like you said, both the kids yeah, and exact. then they have the adult well, no, humor the, the, uh, as well.
1: The perfect example, as you mentioned, is the uh, the Lego movies. Yes. The Lego movies are, are just incredibly yeah. funny because when you think, ah, Lego movies, why am I going to watch that? I'm a grown-ass man. And then you watch them and the, and the, the, yeah. the scripts and the comedy, it's just brilliant. And so kids is- can laugh at it. And enjoy it, but it's not, it's, it could be, even if it's over their heads, it's not like something like, they don't relate to.
2: There's, there's, two sense of, there's two sets of humor. There's the kid humor down here, right. and then there's the adult humor that usually passes over the kids' heads until they reach a certain age, and then they go, oh, oh, I get that now.
1: Yeah, and again, the Adult Swim, I'm not saying these other shows aren't good. I'm saying they're not iconic. Now, like, Team America, like The World Simpsons Police. and SpongeBob. The Simpsons and SpongeBob are like Mount Rushmore of animation yes. sensation greatness. Now, where would There's you, a lot of good stuff. Where would
2: out you there. put Team America World Police? Well, you. there was only a one time they didn't they couldn't remake it. Yeah.
1: They couldn't do a sequel
2: because it cost so much money to a- make. And
1: yeah, and it would, they, the problem was it took so long because the puppets were really on strings, but to me Team America and they couldn't make it now because it would be too offensive yeah. to the Hollywood <laughs> no, community no. that was offended when they made the original back in the you? day. How dare you insult Matt Damon. How dare you insult Alec Baldwin.
2: By the way, I want to make sure that people realize that. So, So for those of you who have been cheering bits, um, and if you were not recognized right away, I apologize. Yes. It's hard to, sometimes when we're doing a story and we see something happening, uh, I will oftentimes forget to go back to it. Um, and so I want to thank D. Marco, uh, Rebel Man, A.J. Marcus, D. Conrad Vegas, uh, E-K- AJ E-K- in San Antonio, 8750. K-Bry, um... The Rebel
1: Man, our buddy.
2: Yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, um,
1: S-R-2-D. So
2: all of you guys, I also want to let people know that at the very end of the show, I have set up a certain program within Twitch that are the credits, and the end credits are automatically populated mm-hmm. by Twitch and they are displayed on the screen so that everybody that did something during the show is recognized. If you got bits, if you uh, followed, if you subscribed, if you donated to uh, the show, whatever it is, then uh, your name should be up there. So uh, if we missed you, I apologize. and uh, But you are always, always recognized on the end credits. Yeah,
1: we roll the credits every day and yep. your name appears... And that's what people wait for, and that's that's our way of saying thank you for listening because you're part of you make this show go. You know, we most people who do radio shows don't rely on the audience. I mean, they'll take a phone call here or there, maybe we get a couple of tweets, but the continuing the thing that's the, the, the most fun about this show is that whatever we do, people are immediately reacting and then we immediately get their feedback. Yes. So whether they rip us, like us, give us ideas, when I I can't think of something, they'll think of it for me. Or a lot of times, you know, most of the times, they they sit there and listen to my brilliance, and they're saying, how does this guy know so much about everything?
4: Yeah, that's what
1: they're doing. They say, Tony, you know, I know you're not the world, the U.S. women's soccer team, but you know a lot of shit, man. How is it that you can have all of this knowledge, whether it's fixing stuff around the house, whether it's sports, whether it's aquatic, whether it's fish knowledge, meat knowledge, any kind of knowledge. I got a lot of knowledge up here. I'm a stable genius. I want to call myself an unstable genius, Robin, right now. Unstable Because genius. most geniuses are unstable.
2: Do you realize that? So, in other words, you're kind of like, um, uh, what's his face? Uh, not,
1: uh, not Rain Man.
2: No. Uh, uh, Who's an
1: unstable genius?
2: Married to Kardashian.
1: Oh, you mean uh, which one?
2: I'm, I'm having a complete. Kanye? Kanye. Yeah, Kanye's Kanye an West. unstable genius. Unstable genius.
1: Absolutely. Most people who are great artists or amazingly talented or scientists or musicians, they're unstable humans. Yeah. And and they, they get their, their, their release is putting out incredible talented stuff, whether they're artists, as I mentioned. You think of anybody who's, like, even Einstein was sort of nuts. Uh, you yeah. have to be a little nuts to, to think outside the box Robin and go Williams. places. Yeah, and go places where man has not gone before. Sort of like the U.S. women's national team. Not all of them, some of them are married. <laughs> so I don't want people to think that that people don't like the women's team because they're all lesbians. They're not all lesbians.
2: We love lesbians.
1: I love. Well, I, I learn from lesbians.
2: Yes, we. Do. I, I, you know what? I still have my T-shirt, which uh, says "Lesbian for the Night."
1: Yes, you, where you still have that shirt? I do still. Where's have that my, shirt. Where, Where's my Where's my I learned from lesbian shirt? I do not know, Tony. And my Bruno. friend Stacy out in California gave that to me. It's one of my favorite shirts of all time. And you know, back when I got that shirt, like 12 years ago, I would wear it, and people would go, "Oh my God!" Now I would wear that, and people would say, "You the man, Tony?" Yeah, that's right. That's right.
2: All the women would that's say, "That's right. uh, Really, I want to. I want. That's right. What did you learn, Tony Bruno? That's right. You know what they would say? Can you show me?
1: This is what they would say, Robin. Uh, Jolly Roger. See,
2: now Jolly Roger.
1: uh, Not the Jolly Roger Motel down in Wildwood Crest. No, I
2: finally know how to say it correctly. Jolly Roger cheered 12 bits, and thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, Shout out to my girl, Leia. She showed me a few tips in the bedroom. (laughs) That's good job out of her. (laughs) See, that's a, I, think, I think more lesbians or bisexual women need to, actually, not lesbians, bisexual women. What's wrong with lesbians? To, there's nothing wrong. But bisexual women are the ones that can train men better because they will actually sleep with either. So they know how to please a woman and then they can show it I, to
1: listen, a man. You don't, you don't have to convince me of that. Maybe world's most perfect creature. Next to the uh, basking shark and the whale shark, is my Wait, wait! I have to
2: do. I have to do the Megan Rapinoe then.
1: Yes, exactly. Take a bow.
2: Except you can't see it on the camera.
1: By yes. the way, what do you call a lesbian dinosaur, Robin?
2: Uh, I don't know. Lictolotopus.
1: One of the. Are you part of the Lictolotopus uh, tribe? <laughs> Not tribe,
2: because there would be. Is there uh, some in my ancestry? Era or. <laughs> <laughs> TV theme song genius by LSD. Duh. Let's see if I is that is that a good song or is that another crappy song?
1: Well, I'm sure some people would think it was good, you know, just like everything on the show.
0: Sometimes may maybe good, sometimes maybe shit.
1: By the way, Luigi's sound machine, not the Miami sound machine of course with the Gloria Estefan because it wasn't plugged in all night, ran out of juice. Now, so I can't. Luckily, the show's running out of juice. It probably ran out of juice about an hour ago for many people. But <laughs> you
0: think back you crazy having you on my mind. Okay, here we go. Do you think I'm helpless? How do you equal you every time? Do you think I'm calling? Do you think I'm calling out your name every night? Girl, I've fallen for
1: you. I like it. Yeah. What, what you say?
0: Oh my god. Baby, baby,
2: don't you see?
1: Is this the right song, Rob?
2: Yeah. I like it. I like it a lot, actually.
0: Um,
2: and for those of you who do not know LSD, that is Sia, Diplo and uh, who's the third guy? Le,
4: uh, I don't
2: remember. Yes. This is a total C- Tony song. Oh, yeah. He's Like it, I mean, like it a lot. I'm going to have to put that on a heavy rotation. I
1: it. It's good. I it's do. got a good beat. You can dance to yes. it, and I can relate to it. I'm not a genius, but I crush a lot. I, I, you know, I haven't, I need to do... Does your IQ change as you get older? Do you know when you do an IQ test when you're a kid? A good question. And then we find out, you know, like Keith Olbermann, my good buddy, he's, you know, he's Mensa smart. Mensa smart is amazing. But my question is, as we, get, as we get older, you know, we lose brain cells. Listen to the show. You try to re-add brain cells every day. You try to regenerate. Like that movie about the regenerator?
2: I have information, Tony Bruno. So
1: we have an uh, IQ update, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Let's go to your IQ desk. Not DQ, where Robin loves the shakes and the burgers. Right,
2: and not your EQ which is also something measured. Did you know what the EQ is instead of IQ?
1: The equalizer?
2: No. It not is the, e-
1: the new version or the original version or the Denzel Washington equalizer. It equalizers. is your
2: emotional quotient. Well, uh, that's and off not the charts intelligence with intelligence quotient. But, um, <laughs> yes, your IQ can actually change over time. But IQ tests give you the same answer to a very substantial extent even over a period of a year. The older you are, the more stable your test score will be. The most volatile... The most volatility in IQ scores are in childhood, mostly in adolescence.
1: Wow. So I may be actually getting smarter as yes. I get older. Yes. Well, I don't think there's any doubt. I mean, if you listen to the show, the kind of the kind of useless information. Imagine the original IBM computers, which took up an entire room. You've seen those, right? We saw them hit fit in the hidden figures. The great mm-hmm. movie about the, yeah. the, the African American women who worked with NASA with these geniuses at math who helped the space launches during that era. Great movie. We watched it over the weekend. These people are geniuses. I'm not genius at math. I don't think I'm a genius at anything. But when you learn more stuff as you get older, mm-hmm. as long as you can retain that, you become smarter. You don't become dumber. That's the thing. People think, well, you're older and you're little, you know, you don't, you don't become dumber. You become smarter as you absorb more information, right? Absolutely. And, I, and that's what I try to do every day. When I watch TV shows, I'm watching Science Channel or History Channel, I still want to learn things that I don't know about. And, and when people think they know it all and they shut off their minds and don't want to learn something new, I want to learn something new every day is of my life. Just
2: just so you know, science. this is science fa- uh, and facts,
1: People. This show should be airing on the Science Channel this, and on the SciGo if, app.
2: If you stop learning something <laughs> new, your brain actually degenerates. It it stops. It it loses stuff. Your memory gets worse, and that is when dementia sets in. If you set yourself up for the rest of your life to continue learning something new, yes, your brain regenerates, and you mm-hmm. actually prevent dementia from happening. And if you add. If you add something very simple, if you add learning new dance moves, for some reason they have found that uh, they've done studies where uh, in in Alzheimer's uh, situations, mm-hmm. where they've gone in and they're teaching people how to dance, and and dance routines, not just like a new, but right. dance routines. For whatever reason, that is... Stimulates b- brain growth even more and staves off Alzheimer's as well.
1: Yes. So, well, I mean, I, you know, that you, that's where they have like older people who are in these centers. They're hanging with other people. They're playing games. You know, they're playing vis- not physical games, but playing board games or playing, doing crossword puzzles just to keep the mind active. You know what
2: oh, I'm saying? Oh, Decon a little dig out of Tony there. Right. But of course, uh, Tony's never forgotten about Robin. Of course not.
1: And, and most uh, importantly. I never forget about Dre. You did that's the forget one thing about never when, when did I forget about you?
2: Uh, your acceptance speech. I didn't
1: forget about you. Uh, I was just not forgetting.
2: What is it? What would you call that? It was on the that? script, and
1: I, didn't, I wasn't sticking to the script. <laughs> and then I was nervous.
2: You were nervous.
1: But that's not forgetting about you. What's the matter with you? <sighs> I think Dean pretty much nails it. Tony's not the sharpest tool in the shed, but he's in the shed. <laughs> That's all I need to be. I just <laughs> need, to need to be, be in the sad. shed. <laughs> 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 At
2: least you haven't been thrown out yet.
1: Barfy you know, man, why didn't I start dancing? I don't remember. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you don't have to remember why you started
1: dancing. Just start dancing. Dance like nobody's watching, which is normally the only time I do dance when nobody's watching. And I keep right. trying
2: to tell Tony that we need to dance more, and he just... He, and,
1: you know what you I may start I, doing? I may do start doing a separate show like uh, amaranth, where I just put up the Wii music dancing in the background, and then I start doing the dance moves. Oh, I'm sure. I, gu- I guarantee you we get more people to watch that than to listen to the scientific knowledge that we
2: no. ooh, put ooh, out there ooh, every ooh, single day. Ooh, ooh, Tony, I have an update. I have an update. I have an. Oh, update. we have an
1: update already. Yes,
2: something actually really really exciting. So, for anybody that is signed onto Twitch, they know that when you first log on to Twitch, there's what they call the homepage. The, the landing page. Right. And on there... Not the landing
1: strip. That's a different no, page. No, we
2: love the landing strips. Um, but this is the homepage where when you first log on to Twitch, there are all of the top videos mm-hmm. or channels that are displayed on there. Right. And uh, normally the people on there uh, have been on there for years and years, and they've amassed thousands and thousands of followers uh, that watch them daily. And that's how come they're on the landing page. Well, yesterday... Um, Is this breaking news? Yes, kind of. Yesterday, our, um, I'll call him the program director, our our PD for Twitch, uh, the fabulous Don Collins, uh, called me. And And you do
1: the weekly Wednesday uh, brainstorming session, which is why I'm not there, because my brain's already been stormed to death.
2: And he informed us that Twitch is so excited about what we are doing, and they say that we're like the best show on there by far not just in the radio division period but but period that is so entertaining and that people watch for such a long time that they want to put us on the landing page i
1: need to be on the landing page on
2: the front page i need to be
1: on the landing dock yes yes I need to be on uh, Notch Landing. I need to be on any kind of landing. Now,
2: because Twitch knows how it works. They know that oftentimes there are there are other people who worked years before they even started getting like 10 followers, right? Um, and the fact that, so that they told us already that it was going to be a slow build. And they were planning on having us be on that front page uh, for the big launch debut after we'd had a couple of months to build up some following mm-hmm. and, and figure out all the kinks and all that um, for Super Bowl they were going to do a big Super Bowl launch well they want to do it earlier and so they have tasked me there's like a relaunch it's, well, it's the official landing page launch oh, okay. because it was a. That's a big, as the vice president said, that's a big effing deal. Yes, it is. And um, so they want us to be on that front page, hopefully for the Eagles' opening day for training camp. So we would. So I've contacted our people at the Eagles because we haven't we haven't requested credentialing exactly. since you were at IP. And uh, so I'm hoping that I can get credentialed fast enough because it's not that far away. And they have the NFL is very strict, they have a whole process. But hopefully, because of the fact that we have been going to Super Bowl every year, we already are on file for credentials. So they kind of know who we are. And do
1: you know they know who I am? Obviously. I don't even have to say to the NFL, Do you know who I am? They know they know who I am, and
2: they always give Tony the best spot. But we haven't had eagles credentials for a while
1: no but so, i know all the people over there and, and and it'll be fun and we're gonna go and do training camp well, live the, so
2: it's not 100 percent confirmed No, it's not yet, like but, it, but, but, are,
1: they, are they gonna deny me credentials I robin it. i doubt it to be there on but, the property
2: so what we would then do is we would do a remote from training camp on th- i believe it's a thursday thursday the 25th
1: right because 24th now the eagles all teams reported different days Eagles will report on July 24th Which but then Wednesday. the actual camp starts right. on the 25th. So everybody
2: starts arriving on the 24th, but the first full team practice is going to be on the practice, 25th where man. everybody's supposed to be there. So we would do the remote on the 25th and that show would then be aired on the front page. Oh man. I hear you. It's yes. going to be so good. So that's that's uh that's pretty exciting and it's it's exciting to have twitch supporting this show even because you know a lot of other people are like well gosh you only have like 500 and something followers or you only have this many, what and they they because they know other shows that have thousands and thousands and thousands of followers how long it took them to get there yes. now we're
1: like four months into this and, right. and you know and hopefully the shows getting better every day the More people are listening to it every day. More people are following, and so it's about patience. And we're very patient because this is certainly of all the things I've done. You know, this is the future of medium. Well, it's not that radio is going away. This is the future of how people will get their, and they're doing it now. And not just young people. There are people in my age group who Mm -hmm. who, who who live by on demand world the whole world well, is about on demand you do it when i want it not when you want me I to i got to it. say
2: it's almost daily now you it, for a while it was weekly monthly but almost daily now we're getting messages from people in the industry who now no longer have jobs because the radio terrestrial radio industry is changing they're constantly yes, having people be like yeah it's affecting a lot of industries yeah and they're like so that they will get a phone call or a text message or an email going um what is this that you guys are doing um, how how are you? What? So uh, the fact that we we are kind of figuring out how to do this with a radio talk radio t- style, and with all these different plat- media platform components, nobody else is doing it, and we have phone calls, which is, uh, it's 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 pretty rare. It's
1: like, we're not reinventing the wheel here, but yeah, we're, kind of. But are. we're like taking the digital platform of this mm-hmm. and showing the world that. You can do this without having to worry about FCC regulations or people standing over your shoulder and telling you to cut the interview short. Right. We can do what we want. We're not, again, we're not reinventing the wheel. We're just trying, as I always used to jokingly say, I didn't invent sports talk radio. I perfected it.
2: Exactly right.
1: And that's what we're trying to do here. This show's not perfect. We see it. We do three straight hours. When people hear that we do three consecutive hours— They're, like, stunned. I know. Again, is this breaking bricks? Is this climbing up on a pole during a hurricane? Is this uh, digging a ditch? No. And I've done all those things. I've I've done physical labor. So it's not like, I don't want to work. I've never worked in my life. This is what I do best. And this is what I have the fun, the most fun doing. Well, at least as far as jobs are concerned. You know what I'm saying?
2: Now, we, uh, I just had a brain lockup. I was going to say something else, and it went
1: You got to get that Adderall, Robin. You know, I know. You got to get that Adderall, we're, yeah. we're
2: getting in dire straits here. I am going now on a couple of days without Adderall, so it's getting out of my system, and you're going to notice a difference, folks. Uh, you're going to see why I was uh, diagnosed with ADD.
1: An outrage! Everybody's diagnosed with ADD except me.
2: No, what do ah? Uh, you have not put yourself in the position to be diagnosed. I. I don't have I, ADD. Yes, you. No, I don't. do No, I don't. Oh my god, you totally do. Trust. It's because
1: everybody wants to feel like they have ADD so they can get Adderall.
2: Well, there's a lot of people out there that do not have ADD. They they they. Do.
1: Everybody now, every kid that's that's antsy has ADD or ADHD.
2: Oh, because everybody
1: wants dope. <gasps>
2: This is what I'm thinking. Uh, one of the other reasons I was bringing up about the remote. Um, as you know, we have a wish list. Yes. Um, one of the things that I still need if we're doing this remote is I need at least two more of the. Um, here, actually, Tony, can you grab that over there? Grab what? The headsets. The headset mic. Oh. We have one. We need at least two more, preferably three, but two no, more. No,
1: not be greedy
2: no. I, I, But, but. If we um, so for those of you who are supporting the show and would like to help us out, uh, we need two more of these fantastic headset mics so that we don't have to break down. You know the, the and bring the microphones set. and and then we can do a
1: headset when we go on remote. because yes. it'll and be easier to move around. So
2: much easier. So we need two more of these, and uh, they they are expensive, unfortunately. But they they if 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 you guys go in together or um, one person buys it and another person buys another one, that would be awesomely fantastic. So,
1: you know what we say on the show, Robin?
2: What's that? Oh,
1: please bring it up. Ah. Uh because we know what we want on this show we want our money for nothing and our chicks for free you said dire straits Robin I want my CBD <laughs> see that should be the remix of this song right because they said I want my MTV yes. this is one of the first songs played on MTV Did I know, you know that? I,
2: I remember it well I remember when MTV came out I remember when MTV died
1: but they're still on the air and they still have the Kardashians. Not the Kardashians. The stupid Jersey Shore. schifozo's on.
2: I remember when MTV came out and the guy the guy that had the long blonde hair. Alan Hunter. Was that his name? I think and so. He's he... still on, you know. No. Yes. Alan Hunter? That doesn't sound... I'm no. telling you, that's... The a, guy a, that I'm thinking of, he was originally from the Netherlands.
1: Is he a V... Yeah, that's Alan, Adam or Alan Hunter. I think it's Alan Hunter. They're still on the 80s channel now on Sirius XM Radio. All of those MTV VJs... I get my money, my money for nothing and my women for 99 cents a minute. Thank you. I want my OPP.
2: This dude, what's his name?
1: Adam Alan Hunter. No. Yes. All right, let me get the
2: Here it comes, here it comes. Adam Curry. Adam Curry,
1: that's right, damn it. I knew it was Alan. It's Alan Alan Hunter who's also an MTV VJ, who's on the 80s channel on Sirius XM. Kurt Loder was the news guy who's actually legitimately a journalist. Remember MTV News with Kurt Loder?
2: Yeah, this is this is Adam Curry. He's a guy that is originally from the Netherlands.
1: And what about uh, Alan Hunter? Alan Hunter's still working. I don't think Adam Curry's still working.
2: Ah, uh, let's see. He is... <laughs>
1: Wait a minute, Rob. That's, the way, that's the way you do it. You
2: play the he actually became a podcasting pioneer. Who? Adam Curry.
1: I, I I did not know that.
2: He still hosts his No Agenda podcast on Thursdays and Sundays.
1: Everybody's got an agenda. Why would you have a podcast if you <laughs>
2: He was on the uh forefront of the digital frontier.
1: I, I did, seriously, I did not know that. It's yeah. a good job.
2: So that's that's Good Adam Curry knowledge, right there.
1: You know they had some great songs. In the and then Kennedy
2: street. wasn't Kennedy. Kennedy of VJ. Oh, we should get her on.
1: I love Kennedy.
2: I love. I adore. I adore Kennedy. And I. It's so funny because we used to see her every day. Every day when she was working at the same on the same floor um, for KFI. KFI, yes. KFI. Uh, she did news updates, and she would come in, and she was wearing like. Uh, Cut off shorts. We have and, pictures and, of her
1: hanging in the studio yeah. with us. And now, and now she's all dignified. I mean, she's an adult.
2: She's beautiful. Like, But you, she was like a tomboy. Yes. She always dressed like a tomboy. She's and now, brilliant. She's and a brilliant lady. She's brilliant. She's funny. And then now you see her on Fox News Radio or Fox News. Uh, Fox News. Fox
1: Business Channel. She's Fox on one Business of those Fox TV She's, like, TV she's shows. like
2: one of those really brilliant, genius yes. kind of chicks. I would have a feeling she has a really high IQ. But she's so, like, they have her hair all done nicely, and she always has these really cool glasses on. I'm like, wow, look at her. I didn't say it was the first
1: song on MTV.
2: No, one of the first. The
1: first song was Radio Killed the Video Star. That was actually the first song on MTV. Did you know that?
2: I did not know that. Yeah. What was?
1: Radio Killed the Video Star. That ain't working. To play the guitar. This song was a couple years in, but it was also a huge MTV song. Yeah, because they mentioned
2: MTV. We're in overtime already, Tony Bruno, and we didn't.
1: How much? That's injury time. That's from the. We missed
2: so many updates. Damn it.
1: That is, ain't working.
2: Is there anything that we absolutely have to get to nah.
1: that you just... No, nah, we can... Uh, I mean, we were... I think we really pretty much skip span the globe We today. have to
2: pour one out for uh, the VW Beetle.
1: Yep, no more VW Beetles. No Beatles. more VW Beetles. Even though they're coming out with a bus, yeah. the bug is gone.
2: Um, gone. Let's see.
1: Don't forget Dead Lover, Dr. Dre, MTV Raps. Remember MTV... Uh, with the, the Julie Brown, the the African, actually she's British. We do have downtown. Julie Brown. There were two of them. There were the redhead. And then there were the African American, Julie Brown, who used to host the MTV, the everyday show, the dance show in the middle of the afternoon.
2: By the way, I want to say something to all of our, and I'm, I'm going to say this on purpose because again, I, all of our black friends out there, why do we still insist on calling them on call it saying African American? Because they are descendants, they're descendants from Africa, but they are American. We don't—I don't say I'm European American. Yes, you, you do, say, Robin.
1: You say you're Dutch.
2: Well, no, because I, I live there. I differ. but but you don't say that you're.
1: People can say could be. You can call them whatever you want, what they want you to call them. That's how I, I do. It.
2: I know that, but shouldn't we be inclusive and just say they're American, Robin? I'm just it's no just damn
1: lectures today. Just put up the volume here and play the first <sighs> song ever played on MTV. Bring it up, Remember this? This is the Buggles. Awake, this is a great song, actually.
2: God, I love this song. Certain things that just bring you back, yeah. right?
1: has left the box but now sir lawrence's riddle has jumped in the box instead
2: we have one more video before the show ends Tony. no we're
1: playing video killed the radio star
2: but we have one last update yes what is it it's important because
1: just give me a little taste just a little bit more the boggles I think they were exterminated the unfortunately car, we rewind, got- the end is good because there's like orchestration yes. and violins and shit in this That's and TV. Twitch <laughs> Barfy Man says Twitch killed the radio star <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> or or yeah <laughs> um, Stevie V said that Leo Moraccioli did a metal cover of Money for Nothing. He's done a lot of covers. Yeah, no, covers. he's great. He he's does a really, lot of covers, yes. really talented guy. Joe Quills has the first ten songs on MTV. Oh, this is a top ten list? Yes, top ten list. Um, Video Killed the Radio Star by right. The Buggles. You Better Run by Pat Benatar. Yep. She Won't Dance With Me by Rod Stewart. You Better You Bet by The Who. Little Susie's On The Up by PHD. Uh, we Don't Talk Anymore by Cliff Richard, Brass in Pocket by The Pretenders, Time Heels by Todd Rundgren, Take It on the Run by Ario Speedwagon, and Rockin' the Paradise by Styx. That is Those phenomenal. Those were the first 10 videos on MTV.
1: Perfect. That's just brilliant knowledge by Joe Quills, who does his own music radio yes, show does. once a week.
2: Yes, and I still owe him a logo. It's, I'm very bad. I owe a lot of people a lot of different things. I just haven't had time to do anything, seems like.
1: I'm Um, so broke, I can't even pay attention anymore, Robin.
2: So, the last video on our show today... What is it? Is it it a
1: ladies' choice? Is it the slow dance? No,
2: it has to be the most fabulous coach ever.
1: Oh, yes. This has been on for a couple. I wanted to play this Monday, Monday, but we have so much stuff. We
2: had so much stuff, and we didn't get to it. And
1: and... if you're a hockey fan, and a lot of our uh, listeners are, this is why hockey is different than any other sport. This is a minor league hockey team. His coach in the, in the room, as we like to say. Why are you picking up the phone, Robin? we got to play the video. I'm not.
2: It's actually spam, so I'm not picking well, it
1: up. Well, then that's a good, good, good call. This is a hockey coach getting in front of the boys. Yes. In the room.
2: God, he's fantastic. Before the
1: season starts. Let's go to the tape.
2: Hello. Play.
1: By the way, Joe Quills, Thursday to Monday, 9 p.m. to midnight on power92radio.com. Joe Quills, spinning the hits.
3: Okay, we're not women's soccer. We're not the NFL. If there's anybody here that's going to be disrespectful to either the American or the Canadian national anthem, grab your gear and get the fuck out now because you'll never see the ice in this arena. Um, we don't have that problem in hockey, we're better than that. But there was no sense in wasting anybody's time if that shit was going to happen. I don't believe it would happen here. Um, we're We're the most patriotic sport that they have out there. So just keep that in mind. Thank you.
2: How awesome is he? He's my new favorite coach.
1: Yes, of the great downtown Julie Brown, who I work with at ESPN too, believe it or not. Did you know that, Robin?
2: I vaguely remember you yes. telling me that before, yes.
1: Wobba wobba wobba, baby. And on that note. So I'm gonna go wobble wobba wobba one out right now on a Thursday afternoon.
2: Just just <laughs> to give him the full props that he deserves. Do we the, have his
1: name in the team? Yeah,
2: the, the hockey coach who went viral. Obviously, uh, a couple, uh, day before yesterday uh, through today. He says, I take pride in my country and I don't take any nonsense. He is a Connecticut hockey coach, um, and they were playing a Canadian team, so that's how come he said that they needed to pay uh, respect to both American and Canadian national anthems. No, he
1: says it right at the beginning. He says that we don't disrespect the American or Canadian national yeah. anthem.
2: and his name is John Kropinski. John Kropinski. He is an assistant coach for the Danbury Hat Tricks of the Federal Hockey League.
1: Oh, see, another great name.
2: Fantastic. How come Trevor
1: from the 203 didn't uh, let us know? He's a big Canadian. He knows everything in Canada. Yeah. What's the matter with him?
2: And we love him. I think that that's a great way to you
1: know, in show boy, respect. In, in, you can do
2: anything on your own time, but yeah. show respect while you're representing exactly us. Exactly right. And I think that's it, Tony Bruno.
1: I will go upstairs now. I'm not going to take a nap. I'm going to get a little some nosh. Um. And then tomorrow morning I will be going to the doctor, I know. the Fanny doctor, at 8 a.m. I'll let you know how it comes out or how it turns out. <laughs> If you don't hear me tomorrow on the show, you know the shit has hit the fan literally, you figuratively. Will kn-
2: you will know why Tony Bruno is not doing the show.
1: When you hear that sound tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, and you yes, know that something went terribly, yes. terribly now, wrong.
2: The fact that Tony Bruno had a prostate biopsy, yes. which is... if you This is not a biopsy. You, they, this is just checkup. So if you, he had a prostate biopsy and still went to work... Uh, the likelihood of there anything going wrong is very slim to nothing. But uh, no, we, this
1: is going. We, this is not in the front. This is not prostate. Even though they go in the back to check the prostate, no. this is strictly the back that's being checked.
2: The back, back door. Back, back, the back, back, back door back. is off its hinges. Yes, indeed. <laughs> it needs to.
1: <laughs> not Dr. Lowell no. Myerson, the fanny doctor, um, no.
2: But uh, to show
1: you how hard it is to get an appointment uh, anymore, I actually couldn't get an appointment with the actual proctologist. So I'm going to go see a proctologist assistant, who's not yet a doctor, and that's how busy the it's really an, good the doctors. It's a
2: nurse practitioner. Yeah, yeah.
1: Seeing. And again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm saying that what you do is same thing happened with my prostate. I first went to a nurse practitioner, mm-hmm. and then the other doctor maybe will see me in two months, unless something goes terribly, terribly wrong. Not nothing, nothing major. Right. I don't want people to. I don't, I don't want people to think, Trust "Oh my us. God, what's going on?" No,
2: we will. If if the, if there's something major, Tony would let you guys know. So there's nothing major. It's just a just. I stuff. don't want
1: to be your backdoor man. Let me just tell you that right now. Isn't that a song from the from the Doors?
2: Where's Jack in the back when you need him? <laughs> Maybe we'll go see him tonight and have a couple shots on him. Hi. Uh, uh,
1: uh, um Let me play a little bit of the Doors and, for you, though. Backdoor man. As and you gentlemen. can see,
2: our fantastic. <laughs> Credits are rolling, so hopefully you'll see your. your... Well, before you do
1: that, play, oh. roll the credits and then give me a little bit of the doors. You know why, Robin?
2: And we are planning. Don't forget, we are planning on doing a double header tomorrow again. Oh, tomorrow's Friday, right? Tomorrow's Friday, so we have our normal scheduled one to four p.m. Eastern, and then we will go deep, deep, deep into the night for the Blue Show. <laughs> yes, sir
1: the doors let's take it back jim barson
2: stevie v i'm not a doctor but i'll take a look
1: (laughs) (laughs) no the credits keep repeating so don't worry about them running it i gotta hear a little uh, jim on a
2: continuous roll once i start those balls those babies rolling they won't stop
1: so you don't remember this song by the doors do you having
2: no I do not and by the way twitter is up and running again so in case you felt like you were dying oh so speaking of jack he's literally going to be around the corner tonight that's what he was inviting us to the to the bach bar the bach bar the bach
1: oh at bach high school i'm your backdoor man baby but i ain't going to that back door High just listening to this song. i are getting a contact
2: Getting a contact high. high. We're now 20 minutes overtime. You are getting extra time for no You don't see
1: those costumes. women soccer players going this deep into overtime.
2: Well, you do. And they still score. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> On that note, Tony Bruno, I do not want to have to restart this. I'm going to give it the original time that was recorded in.
1: You're such a party pooper, Robin. We go the extra mile. We, 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 you know what it is. We stop whenever we want to stop. Nobody's giving us the wrap it up sign except people on the Twitch board who say, "Will you guys get the hell off the air?"
2: We got shit to do.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Now that's tomorrow morning. In the meantime, don't drink and drive out there. Don't text and drive. And most importantly, God bless America. It is and always will be the greatest place in the history of the earth. Have a great night everybody. Our world here. Live a happy little mountain.